It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Boxing hustling. What's broken down? When, when did that happen? And perhaps the fourth round on. Boxingboys.com. So you knew you had him by that Absolutely, time. Absolutely, but I knew he was, he was tough and he was taking those punches. Boxingboys.com. to another morning edition with the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Find me on Instagram and Twitter and all forms of social media at NestGTO. Thank God it's Friday! Coming out here from sunny Florida. I'm telling you, the rays just coming in. 
making me feel so excited to talk some boxing. I feel like Superman in the sun. I'm telling you, I feel rejuvenated. Mario Mugia, Corpus Christi, stand up. You're like the only dude I know from Corpus, man. Is, is Adrian Clark from Corpus? <laughs> nah, man. He went to school here in Corpus, but and, and then I know I know Jerry, but I know him through you. So I don't really know if that's like me knowing Jerry. You know what I mean? You're like the only Corpuster. Yeah, uh -oh, man. It's, uh oh, it's, we it's got our big first. Spot. We got our first guest co-host, Sean. How you doing? <laughs> Thank you for coming on from boxing bands in the UK, right? Or, or or you just live in America with a UK accent? No, no, we're from the UK. Thank you so much for having me. Um, can you hear me all right? I hear you perfectly. This is Mario Mongia from Corpus Christi, Texas. And uh, obviously for our listening audience, uh, for those choosing to listen via iTunes, uh, Stitcher, or all the other many forms of podcasts, uh, we have just been joined by Sham, right? Sham. Sham. Correct. Sham. And Katie, Sham. my co-host. Oh, She's coming she in uh, shortly. Okay, okay. I was going to say, wait, I didn't see her. But uh, <laughs> Sham has her own uh, boxing YouTube channel here on YouTube.com, and uh, it's called Boxing Bants, correct? Yeah, Boxing and Bants with a oh, Z. Yeah. Oh, and Bants, like and banter. All right, all right. See us Americans. Oh, know? that's dope. I like that. Yeah, so <laughs> let me... let me. Um... So, Mario, uh, you know, obviously I... Um, brought her on so she could get a little promotion for her show as well. You know, we all do the same thing. She reached out. And uh, her being from the United Kingdom, today's topic being obviously uh, a little UK-ish with Eddie Hearn giving his, uh, I guess, opinion once again of Deontay Wilder, who's been dominating the headlines. So we're going to talk a little boxing, man. Uh, but, but Sham, I did watch your latest episode where you had Spencer Fearon on. And, uh, you know, I was very impressed with the boxing knowledge, man. And, 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 and uh, you know, how much you guys or how many people you know, right? So I heard you speaking of Xavier Miller, who happens to be the trainer of Dillian White. So what do you think, first and foremost, uh, for w w with this rematch with Dillian White and Alexander Povetkin? Um, is he going to be able to get the job done? Or do we see, uh, I guess, more of the same from Povetkin? You know, um, it's interesting. Well, we did a show about that recently. And, you know, my feeling is that Dillian wants this so much um, and he's had this extra time to train, um, you know, with Povetkin having COVID. I feel he will take it. My only question about Dillian is if he can keep up that measured, you know, taking his time and picking his shots carefully for as long as it needs to. That's the only question I have with Dillian. He's definitely got the, the ability to win this fight, but... He needs to keep focused all the way through. And I just, there's something that's saying to me, there's a chance he could get caught again. So, Mario, you think uh, Dillian lost focus? Because actually, I, 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 I seen that fight, like he was performing slightly better than that uh, second Chisora fight where he was kind of more defensive in the Chisora fight. People were kind of giving those rounds to Chisora and then, bam, the counterpunch knocks him out. It feels like the roles were reversed in this fight where, you know, he was the one chipping away at Pavekin and, and, and round by round winning. And then, bam, he got caught. So I don't necessarily agree that he lost focus. I think he just got caught. Uh, where do you lie? Yeah, you know, I, I definitely saw him. Ha he was having success in the fight. 
uh, he was doing a lot of good things. He was doing a lot of things that he needs to do in the rematch to be successful. Um, but I, I, listen, it could have been a thing where you know he was fighting the fight that he should be fighting and lost focus and got caught. Also, it could just be that it's the heavyweights and these guys are, it, it, you know, it, it's it's almost like a different sport in a sense than the, the than the other divisions that we you know see because these guys have so much massive power that you know shots that you wouldn't think take someone out in you know they take them out so uh it, it definitely could have been that i think pavekin um is a live dog in the fight i don't know if he comes in favorite you know odds wise but uh i have him as a live dog i still think uh white wins mm. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's hoping White wins, you know what I mean? With the fact that uh, Pavekin's old and speaks no English, uh, <laughs> according to White, you know, we are looking forward to the more vocal, entertaining Dillian White, right? Like when Dillian White's at a press conference, it's usually an entertaining one. Uh, it, it, when Dillian White's in a fight, it's usually a fight you want to tune in. I, I, You know, even the Maurice Vach, I tuned in. It uh, wasn't probably the best opponent, but it was on a already um, interesting card, it being the AJ rematch. So, you know, Dillian, you usually tune in when he's fighting and uh, he says the right things. And, 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 you know, bringing us to the core topic, right, that uh, Eddie Hearn believes that Dillian White and Deontay Wilder is still a, a huge fight. And I still believe that, you know, I, I have to go back to when uh, Eddie was offering... Uh, Dillian White to Wilder on a platter in a two-fight deal. He said, you know, $5 million for Derek Chisora, $8 million for Dillian White. I always thought that was easy money for Wilder, honestly. Even with the loss to Fury, I always thought he and Dillian White is just uh, a free check. Even Chisora, another free check, and he never took that. Um, but since then, I loved the fight. Uh, so I'm rooting for Dillian White and, and Deontay Wilder to happen. If you can't get Wilder versus Fury or AJ, I think Dillian White's the next best thing. I mean, even though I see uh, Andy Ruiz and Deontay Wilder as a huge American pay-per-view fight, I think they both need good wins before trying to sell us an American pay-per-view. Yeah, I agree. I think that... Um it definitely needs to get set up. That said, though, it is. You're absolutely right. I think if you're not getting AJ uh, or, or Fury, then that's the fight. Uh, that's the fight that, you know, has built itself up. You know, for all the promoting that, you know, they're going to do, there's no dime that they can spend that's been better used as the last four years have been you know, kind of building White and Wilder and this kind of natural evolution towards the fight. Um, but, you know, he's got to take care of business. And, and I don't want to see, I don't want to see White. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. 
These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future at Deloitte. While there is much if they're not winning, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see the, that fight count for something when it does happen. You know, I mean, look, it, it will be a great fight, right? Because both of them, they're talkers. You know, can you imagine the build-up, the press conferences? <laughs> you know, it, everyone's going to be excited to watch it. Um, if I'm honest, though, Wilder will win from my perspective. I don't I don't think that um, it's not a 50-50 fight for me. Um because purely because the times when I've seen Dillian lose, and it's, it's always been such devastating fashion, you know, when he when he lost to Joshua, you know, um, he took a punch and he was hanging out the ropes, you know, um, Povetkin, same thing, completely knocked out cold before he before he hit the floor, and to take that kind of power that Wilder's got, you know, if he catches him, which I feel he probably will. You know, it's a it's it's over for me. It's a wrap. I'm I'm with you, man. Uh, you know, I see people saying, "Oh, White's not easy money for Wilder." And uh, look, man, regardless of what Tyson Fury did, uh, Tyson Fury is Tyson Fury. You know, if you've been watching boxing for the last five years, you know that he was always going to be uh, a, a very good heavyweight. Uh, and Wilder losing to him is absolutely no shame. Um, but his best attributes are really Dillian White's kryptonite, man. I mean, Dillian uses the high guard. You know, he likes to take shots on the gloves defensively. Uh, that's what he does, you know. So we've seen Wilder punch through the guard of Stavern. No, Dillian White isn't Stavern, and that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying... We've seen him punch through the guard. So, you know, I don't know, man. If if the, if, if the Dillian White that faced uh, Chisora, let's say in that second fight, where that first half of the fight was all Chisora coming forward, how could that same Dillian White take that same sort of pressure and punishment from a Deontay Wilder is what I say to myself. But obviously a fight is a fight. And, uh, you know, uh, in a fight... Yeah, I Sorry, I was going to say, I think, though... Being perfectly honest, I think Dillian would outbox him. You know, I think he would outbox him in terms of technical skill, right? But we Hello. know what. Hi. Oh, I think that's Katie. Katie. <laughs> Guys, I've been having trouble. I'm so sorry. No problem. I'm joined late. <laughs> How is everyone? We are good. Uh, have, yes. Can you turn on your camera? I'm trying. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> Don't worry, take your time, take your time, take your time. Yeah, I was just saying, I think, um, you know, I think he could outbox him technically, but we know that Wilder will will be going for that right hand. Um, and I think he will most likely get it. Um, and just while we're talking about Wilder, you know, I was listening to you guys show the other day uh, where you were speaking about, uh, you know, UK fans not liking Wilder. So I thought I would address that as a, a UK fan. Um I don't think people dislike Wilder because certainly not because he's from the US or anything like that. You know, um, for me personally, um, 
I think he lacks in technical ability. I think he's one of the strongest heavyweights, probably the strongest heavyweight that we've got today. But I think he lacks in technical ability. And for that reason, I'm not his biggest fan, although his fights are entertaining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one thing about the fight. I mean, whether who you pick it, you know, it, it, it would be... I think that's what excites me the most. And that's what's always excited me the most is the style uh, clash there. I don't think that there's any way we get a bad fight from those guys. No matter how many times they fight, I think they're going to put on a performance. And, and again, it's for me, I want the fight to count as much as possible. And if they were to fight tomorrow, it would count. For me, it would count for everyone. But uh, the more that's on the line, the more interesting it is. Because the... the Bad blood, such a weird word, but the um, drama's already there. The the necessary drama's already there. So, uh, yeah, I, I I would I would hope, you know, they they get the fight. It, it would be on Wilder's side, you know, take to take a, or it would it would be best on Wilder's side if he were to take. I think a fight, obviously, um, you know, as the title suggests, the tuna fight, um, based on the fact that White's got the uh, big, huge Povetkin fight. You know, momentum's a huge thing. Um, so, you know, we'll see if he takes one. I think, I, I think obviously that would be the plan. Do you think, uh, Wilder would have, um, you know, ring rust because he's not, he's not been in the ring for a while. It's been a long time and that's, that's, you know, well, both of them, right? I think they've both been out the, the ring now. He and Fury for a year, is it? Yeah. It's a long Longer time. Longer for Wilder, February. maybe. Long time, man. Long time. And, uh, you know, uh, that is the downfall of a fighter is inactivity. You know, ring rust. Uh, now, we've seen guys like Mikey, you know, uh, stay out the ring almost two years or, or, or two years. And, you know, stay sharp by being in the gym with his, with his brother Robert and all the many fighters that Robert trains over there. We got a super chat from Michael Buffo that says, are you forgetting White has a powerful left hook? Yeah, but what's the, you know, what can get to the, what, what can land quicker, the right hand or the left hook? You know, so that's, I don't know. And, and the right hand keeps Wilder out of danger of the left hook. That, I mean, reach, that can... reach as well. It's can, a great what, fight. can can Dillian White dodge that right hand for twelve rounds? Can he do that? That's the question. Yeah, and we know. See again, Dillian isn't Tyson, man. We know Dillian for getting a little tired in certain fights. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joseph Parker fight, he got tired. You know, the Maurice Vac, he didn't look his his best, and and you know he he blamed it on depression, and 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 everything that was going on with the with the B sample. And it's understandable, mm -hmm. but he showed those. You know, Wilder's always showed exceptional stamina. You know, again, his only, uh, you know, not only, but I mean, like, where he looked uh, his his most vulnerable is with Fury. You know, other people may have had success, but uh, he was never, he never looked uh, exhausted. You know, this, this second fight with Fury, he looked physically exhausted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, he did, he did, and, and and you know, like one of the last, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the last things, our our last points I'll make, um, is, 
in regards to like Wilder getting set or, or, or Wilder being ready to come back and, and fight like a top notch opponent, I, Wilder's game, like he owns it. it, it he's not, I, I don't think like ring rust is, is, I, I mean, ring rust is a thing for anyone or it can be a thing for anyone, I should say. Um, but for a guy like Wilder who possesses such raw power and, uh, you know, the ability to take you out at any point in the fight, you know, a guy like that is just dangerous. He's just dangerous. And it doesn't matter if he's fought in six months or six years. Uh, a guy like that is dangerous. Well, maybe not six years, but you know what I'm trying to say, the point I'm trying to get to. Um, so, you know, I, again, I don't think like, I think he could come back, fight a tune-up fight, knock someone out in the first round and be ready, you know, for the, uh, for the upper echelon fights. I mean, he is an upper echelon fight. Yeah, you know, it's funny that um, we're talking about possibly, uh, you know, needing kind of like a tune-up is what Eddie is insinuating, right, that Wilder needs because uh, he says his t he and his team are in disarray. <laughs> you know, I personally don't think Wilder needs a tune-up fight. For why I know it's it's been a while, so maybe maybe just to get him warm again. But personally, I don't think he needs it. I don't think, as much as I loved him, I don't think he's gonna cause Wilder a whole lot of problems. Can you guys see me? Yeah, there you go. Yep. Oh, <laughs> you did it. So this is the other half of boxing. And <laughs> I bands. am the other half. I made it, guys. You made it. Thank you, you for it. having us on, and Sham, thanks for holding it up. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. So I guess bring her up to speed, guys. Let her know what's the conversation. Uh, we're discussing a Sky Sports article with um, Eddie Hearn, obviously, and his opinion of uh, Deontay Wilder, the team, and. A, a possible super fight with Dillian White. What do you think of a fight with Deontay Wilder and Dillian White? Is that a, a, a mega fight for you? I Not a mega fight, but, I mean, it's not something that I would write off. I also think that why maybe we'll outbox Wilder, um, but if he gets caught by Wilder... It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small-town charm, in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small-town charm, in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. I'll just right hand as we know, then it's lights out. There is some times where um, I personally think that White is unpredictable. Um, if he had his, has a game plan, would he stick to it? We don't know. Um, but mega fight, not so sure. 
what did you guys think? I mean, I, I don't think it's a mega fight. I, I don't even yeah. know, could they sell it as an American pay-per-view? Maybe because Wilder already did a pay-per-view with Luis Ortiz and he was old and didn't know English. Uh, they can do a pay-per-view with Dillian White, who is young, but uh, not from America, right? So um, right. I still don't think it's a mega fight, but like I told Mario uh, and Sham, it's like, if you can't get Tyson Fury and AJ, Dillian White's the next best thing. I mean, Andy Ruiz would yes. be the next best thing, but both I believe both he and Wilder equally need tune-up fights before they can capitalize on an American pay-per-view. For them to go off and fight each other right now, both off losses, they're losing an opportunity to make pay-per-view money because I'm not buying it off of losses as a pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. Agreed. What so, is Dillian's what is Dillian's um visibility like in the States? I, I mean I don't really have I don't I can't tell from here because you know he's big news here, but yeah is, do people know him in the States? I, you know, it's hard for me to really get in a, a, a clear gauge because I'm so involved in the sport. Dillian is big news to me, you know. Um but for Americans, I mean, he fought on a Terrence Crawford undercard when he debuted. Like, that wasn't even... They didn't even pull out the whistles and the red carpet for him. He was on someone's <laughs> undercard, non-televised. So, you know, at least AJ had fireworks when he came to America. I mean, I, I don't know that casual Americans know him. Or, yeah. or even casual American boxing fans. Hardcore American boxing fans... YouTube American boxing fans, we know him. I know I know him very well for a long time. And it's like I was saying, you know, we've gotten excited for Dillian White fights, regardless of, uh, you know, how sexy the opponent is. Like, I enjoyed Lucas Brown. I enjoyed mm -hmm. the Joseph Parker. Yeah. You know, uh, I enjoyed the Tesora fights. You know, uh, may, again, the, the one that maybe is like, ah, uh, but you understand if you're... Uh, you know, a, a decent person was the Maurice Vac fight. Other than that, he he's exciting. Like most of the uh, top five heavyweights are exciting. Yeah, but I, I think though, like the term mega fight is such a, it's a strange a thing term. to really think about it. Yeah, because it's like how many fights are mega fights? You know what I mean? Really? It's a big fight. White and Wilder, it gets done tomorrow. It's a big fight. Um, and as far as, like, Dillian White's visibility, I, here's the thing. He's been in the game so long, I would I would be willing to bet that, you know, most semi-casual, semi-hardcore boxing fans would at least recognize his name. Would they be able to break down his resume? Would they be able to give you his greatest hits? Would they be able to tell you, you know, what he came in, Wayne, in his last three fights? Probably not. Uh, but the name Dillian White, I think at least would resonate like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I've heard of Dillian White. Oh, yeah, you know, that name's been around for a while. I know who that is. Um, but, again, I think that all you got to do is get somebody to clip the last like three, four years of interviews and conversations and that fight sells itself. You know, yeah. they, they've, they've made you interested. And, and again, I would like the most on the line for that fight, but it, you know, it doesn't break my heart. If it's not that, that style matchup is already good enough to, to take my money. Yeah. I, I just think that we should, I don't want the boxing world to miss out on this buildup, you know? Uh, I look at Wilder, Wilder uh, Dillian White can be more explosive than Chisora throwing 
the table in the air or or <laughs> David Hay, yeah. David Hay glossing him, right? Because, you know, though Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, I think it can be that, you know, where the a fight breaks out on the stage with these two. And we shouldn't miss out on that. I, I think they need to give us that, you know, before they both retire for sure and before they're, you know, while they're still in the top five. Because right now, they're still in the top five universally on any one sanctioning body. So a fight with Wilder and Dillian White makes a lot of sense to me. Now, obviously, it'll make more sense uh, when Wilder and Dillian White both get a win. I don't think that this makes sense off of a loss either. You know, but obviously, Dillian White has his own business to settle. He's already scheduled. So he's going to try to right his wrong. And, uh, you know, Wilder needs to go get a win as well. And they definitely need to revisit this. This was this would be a big fight. Uh, I'm sure the WBC would make a belt for this fight too, right? <laughs> the bad blood guys, belt. Who do you have winning then? Oh, I Wild de- or White. I definitely got Wild. I mean, White has uh, he's been hurt uh, by lesser men, right? Like mm. Joseph Parker had him looking bad. I think that was the 11 for the 12th round. Oscar Rivas put him down. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and that was late, a late round, uh, late, late, late knockdown. So, I, you know, again, it's hard for the casual boxing fan to uh, assess Wilder without remembering what was that last Fury fight. But that's Tyson Fury, 274 pounds, 6'9". I met him in person. I'm 6'5". He was towering over me. So I can clearly see that not everyone is going to do that to Wilder. I've been in that camp, too. You know, I've seen him spar freshmen, you know, every two rounds. You get out, a new fresh guy gets in there. So not everyone is Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury did what he did. So now everyone is just, like, in this trance. And it's like, oh, I mean, F.A. Ajagba's saying he can beat Wilder. Everyone's coming out wanting to fight Wilder now. So, you know, I think he needs to capitalize off that, too. Like, you know, all these... uh, 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 what's the baseball player? Go ahead and fight him. Everyone else is doing um, mm-hmm. exhibitions. Beat the baseball player up too because they're disrespecting you at this point. You know, you got guys out of other sports, commentators, people. Everyone now can beat Wilder. So he definitely mm-hmm. needs to take someone head off and regain some of that, uh, you know, um, baddest man on the planet uh, aura that he had. You know, I had White for the longest time. Easy, to be honest with you. Uh, for the longest time, <clears throat> I thought that... Not the easy, like, it, it, you know, Wilder wouldn't be a threat at all. But easy in the sense that, like, it wasn't hard for me to decide that he's the favorite in that fight. Whether it's 60-40 or 80-20, it doesn't matter. I, I, I saw him as the favorite. Um, over the last, like, 18 months or so... Uh, like, I've just started to see it different, and I really don't know what it is. Like, I, I mean, look, maybe I'm just, like, some mark for uh, knockouts, and, you know, I, I got persuaded by seeing Dillian White uh, super vulnerable. But ultimately, um, I don't know. I just respect Wilder's power much more. I think I went from thinking he's one of the biggest punchers in the game today to he is possibly one of, if not the biggest punchers of all time. Um and so, that being said, it's really hard for me to know everything I know about White and not at least favor Wilder um, 
you know, a little bit heading in, whether that's, you know, 10% or whatever, you know, uh, it's a tough fight. It's a tough, and again, it's stylistically, I love that matchup and that's what makes me want to see it so much. I mean, as you said, stylistically, it makes sense. It does. And I'm looking, I'm, I'm all here for it. Definitely. So, yes. uh, when did you guys Francis start to... in the building. Uh-oh, uh-oh, the Canadian. Uh-oh, uh-oh, you guys are really going to get along with our Canadian. He's, he's uh, <laughs> Jamaican descent over here. Good morning, ladies. Hey, How you? Us too, us too. Hi, we're Jamaican too. Hey, whether you're there yard or you're there abroad, you must big up yourself. We're there foreign. Good morning, good morning. Continue, guys. I just nah, jumped on. Nah, jump on, Chant. We need your we need your uh I guess talking. your opinion now because we're talking uh Deontay Wilder needing a tune up fight before facing Dillian White, and that's what Eddie Hearn is saying. But you know, I see you shaking your head, but I mean, don't they both need to get a win before they fight each other so that this fight is big? Both Wilder and White? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, White's looking to White's looking to get his rebound win against Povetkin when they fight uh, in March. So that would already cancel itself up. But um, I mean, being a champion at Wilder is the thing is that it's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. You're supposed to get a win after you get a loss, but the type of fighter Wilder is at the top tier, I mean, he can he can get past it. He can get the hall pass. Hmm. No, I agree. I agree he could. I think the question, though, is should he? You know, being out since last February in a situation where, you know, you were the most vulnerable you've ever been in, in, in your entire career, I would think that at the very least, despite the fact I believe his power is dangerous at all times, you would at least want that momentum going into a big-time fight like White to say, you know, and it doesn't matter who it is. That you, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a Charles Martin or whoever, you know, it, which Charles Martin wouldn't, you know, that would, I always thought that was still like a decent fight to come back to. Um, Man, he, you just want that win. That, see, and, and, and let me just say this uh, the Dillian White fight is sexier to me than Charles Martin. I like Charles oh, yeah, Martin. Oh, yeah, much. I like the fight with Charles Martin, but uh, the Dillian White fight gets me more excited. It's a fight party, you know, I want to invite people over. To watch that fight uh, with Wilder and White, I don't know that I'm inviting anybody to my house to watch Charles Martin and Wilder. I'm just saying. I feel you on that, and it goes back to what Shane was saying about you know name recognition. Like I think there's a good chance Charles Martin's name might ring a bell more than Dillian White with casual American fans. But that said. It's still not the fight you're going to want to yeah, sell. No, you know what's funny? I agree. <laughs> you know what's funny? That, that Charles Martin, like, if they ever did a poll, he might be globally bigger than White, right? Because he had a AJ oh, fight in the UK. And as far as an American, we know him as a former champion. So, you know, for Americans, Dillian has never been that. And and we might not know him, so maybe Charles in the long run numbers, you know, you know, paper to what is it, pen to paper, uh, 
he probably is more popular, but he doesn't do it for me as a nemesis. Uh, Dillian has been a nemesis for Wilder for quite some time now. And it would be good to just go ahead and knock that one out, man. I mean, I've been waiting that for, for a while now. It's been a while. I mean, at least, what, four years? It's been a long yeah. time. You know, you know, Dillian could sell that fight, though. Even if he's not, you know, greatly known in the States. I mean, you've seen his interviews. You've seen his fight build-ups in the past. You know, I would imagine that most people in the States would, would watch that and, and think, God, who is this British guy <laughs> with all this mouth mm-hmm. saying that he's going to, you know, smash Wilder's faces? You know, it's like, I think he could fight. sell that fight easily mm-hmm. on personality alone. Let me ask you guys, does Dillian White need to stop Povetkin to be believable again? Because, you know, he was like um, believed to be a puncher, believed to be a threat to Wilder. Uh, for some, and uh, you know now, uh, obviously, you know he he was he was knocked out. So it's it's more of a question like, can he come back now? Is he still a threat without knocking out Pavekin? I'll tell you something. He definitely needs to stop him early. There's no doubt about that for him to be believable anywhere, even in the states, in the UK, every, everywhere. He needs to stop him because technically he didn't even need to take the first fight that he did and he lost it with a brutal uppercut. So this time round, it needs to get done and it needs to get done fast. That's my take. There's a big question mark, I think, over Dillian at the moment in that, you know, certainly here in the UK, most people love him. You know, we love him. We really want him to win. There was a question mark on on his name after that fight. And I think if he if he does lose, as Katie said, it's going to be a much bigger question mark. It doesn't mean, OK, he's finished, his career is over. Of course not. But, you know, people are going to query whether he belongs in that top, you know. Top tiers. Five, ten For boxes. Real. Definitely. I think that, look, need is a strong word. Does he need a, a, a knockout win, you know, to advance and move on? I don't think so. I think he needs a decisive win. Okay, he can't win by tech, you know, by a by a you know technical stoppage where it was a cut after like four rounds, or you know, he, he can't win on a DQ. Like he's got to have a decisive win. That is first and foremost the most important part. But to get back the cachet where Dillian White was thought to be, you know, a, a lot of people thought like you know he wanted to see him again and with AJ, like people, you know see the development and and i think that for him to make people believers again that he can you know compete against that top three class yeah he's got to come out and 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 stop pavekin he does you know it, it would be best if it was just this meme inducing photo you know, that shatters the internet yes. kind of the way that his did. Yes, yes. He needs an equally as dramatic uh, knockout. But but Francis, what's your thoughts? Uh, definitely echoing the same sentiments where the heavyweight division is about knockouts, man. Mm. Nobody wants to see. We don't want to see, a, you know, uh, AJ Andrews where one gets knocked out and you dance around for 12 rounds. We ain't trying to see that again. I mean, the dude knock you out 
viciously, man. You got to at least, yeah. first of all, it's not the lower divisions where you can just beat somebody to a pulp. It's heavyweight, man. Once you touch them in the right spot, they're going to sleep. So, Word. I mean, heavyweight um, knockout is what we're looking for. So, so let me ask you, why was it okay for AJ to outbox Andy then? I mean, he it lost by knockout. Andy. In my opinion, in my in my opinion, I can't speak for everybody. I speak for myself. It wasn't, but um, he did show that uh, he can make adjustments. So that that not getting the knockout kind of the adjustment. Yeah, but that was the past, over, though, no, wasn't it? The huh? But wasn't that the past? Like people were like, "Yo, he's got to get a knockout," and then it's like, "Oh, he didn't get a knockout, but he showed that he's got gears and that he's got levels because he outboxed them." Right. It's like, wait, I thought he had to get a knockout to right the wrong, you know? Exactly, but and and that's why I just said like he, he definitely had to get, but the performance that he put in to some people mm. overshadowed the fact he didn't get the knockout. Oh, because showed ooh. such great boxing skills. But yeah, anyways. Hey, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Uh, damn, I guess uh, my man Guadalupe the Chivo here just screen share. Which which what's going on there? What's going on? Uh, yes, he is. He he put it on group. Oh, <laughs> Uh, bad, I got that. I got that. Don't worry about it. But Cuerno uh, de Chivo, Troy King, uh, former professional fighter. Thank you for joining us, champ. What's going on, man? Not much, baby. You know how to. When I get up in the morning, I up early, man. I, you know, I'm glad to see you up early over there on the West Coast. Let me introduce you to Sean from Boxing and Bants and Katie from Boxing and Bants, and obviously you know the fellas. What up? Hey. So Troy, man, uh, uh, ha are you up to speed on what we're talking? He's on mute. Troy, you're on mute. Tell me what we talking about. Uh, we talking Deontay Wilder needing a tune-up, according to Eddie Hearn, before facing Dillian White. And basically saying uh, throughout the article that this is uh, a very big fight. Um, and uh, that the Deontay's uh, team, the 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 lot are uh, they're at unrest right now. You know, the the team is in disarray, according to Eddie. Uh, well, I believe that his team is in disarray. Uh, he felt like he had some loyal, unloyal people in his team because Mark Breland used to be at the Crunk Gym. I stated that before, so he felt like whatever Mark Breland's part had to do with it because he had loyalty to the crunk gym and Tyson Fury trained with Emmanuel Stewart's, you know, nephew, Jonathan Banks. So I know his team is in disarray, but I feel like um, we just got to see something now because he hasn't really been communicating with the fans as a fan, you know, as a boxer, he don't owe nobody anything, but as a fan, um, he hasn't been communicating with the fans to let us know that, you know, because we the ones help support uh, Mr. Wilder. Uh, I, I would like to see him get a tune-up before he fight Dillian White, just for the simple fact that Dillian White has been active. This is Troy Crano DeChivo talking to boxer. Dillian White has been active. It's the hurt business. Um, even though I don't think Dillian White can beat, can beat uh, Deontay Wilder, but uh, it is definitely he definitely needs a tune up because the heavyweight the heavyweight division is is uh, these guys ain't the same like they used to be back in the day. They don't have the 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 chin stability. So one shot can get you out of here. But back in the day, all them guys is taking one shot. You know what I mean? And they was standing in there. You know the George Foremans, the you know them the, the, all all the heavyweight guys. So tune up most definitely. 
and then get back in there because if you if you gonna fight, you gonna fight. Is you bitch or beast? And I and I don't mean that in like in a derogatory way, but it's the doggy dog game in boxing. You can't have no no soft heart. So that's what I think. Let me read some quotes here. It says, and I quote. I think there's a lot of unrest in that team, Hearn told Sky Sports. Obviously, Mark Breland and Jay Diaz, Shelly Finkel and Al Heyman, the old saying, too many cooks spoil the broth. Sometimes a massive team of people that actually aren't all on the same boat can be a disaster. I think that in that team now, it's so disjointed and fragmented that I don't know what they're going to do. I'll let them sort out their problems. Hope to see Wilder in the ring. Good fighter. Great for the sport of boxing. So let's see these fights. Uh, thoughts, people? I'll let somebody else go. I don't want to overtalk. Francis? Yeah, um, I'll start first. Um, the, the comments that, that Eddie Hearn made, I mean, he's Eddie Hearn has said a lot of things about Deontay Wilder in the past. So for him to f- double back and say, um, look forward to seeing him in the ring, he's a great fighter, uh, makes my antennas go up, you know, makes my spotty senses go up. That is he is he capping or is he speaking the truth? So before, was he lying or was he playing his promoter role? So that for me is what I took from that whole that whole tape that you're talking about, Eddie Hearn, because he'd be flip-flocking back and forth. So that's mm. all. That's my take on it. I hope you guys understand. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, anybody uh, want to touch specifically on the fact that he says too many cooks spoil the broth? Uh, basically saying that there is, he has too many hands in the cookie jar. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. It's hard to know exactly what what he meant by that. You know, in terms of is he talking about his team? Um, I know he's he's notoriously found it difficult to get like negotiation for fights with him. You know, when he tried to he tried to arrange the AJ Wilder fight. I don't I don't know I don't know exactly what he means by that. I feel like he mean like if Deontay Waters wants to be in charge of his career, he should be in charge of it. Because as a boxer, when you come to the middle of the ring before you about to fight and the ref say, Are you ready? You ready? You got your mouthpiece in, you got your mouthpiece in. The ref usually say, I need you and your chief second. So that lets you know because that's what they teach you when you box. You're the boss in there. And your trainer is your outside eye. So, like, I feel like not too many cooks in the kitchen mean Deontay Water needs to take grasp of his career because they don't have managers on that side. And that's fine, but you still got to be the first voice and then let your you, you, the fighter let your trainer know what you want to do. If the fighter want to fight, don't want to fight, the trainer can't talk for the fighter. So that does... You know, Eddie Hearn, you know, sometimes he plays promoter role, but right now he on Deontay Waters' side because he want that, he, you know, he want him to fight Dillian White for the bread so he can he can get the payday. So, of course, he's going he gonna to talk good. He need him right now. We got LV Slugger. Oh, sorry. Jump in, Katie. No, no, no. You're good. Go ahead. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, give us your thought. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. All I right. was just agreeing to what um, the gentleman just said understanding uh, we got well you can give us your thoughts on this uh louisville slugger with a super chat says wilder versus white is a one round fight hashtag wilder in one do you think wilder gets it done in one round no 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 no, no. in capital letters no wow so you think uh dillian is years above dominic brazil 
<laughs> you know I, what? Third that. Think... Sorry, let me get that out real quick. I third that. I agree with y'all. I don't agree he does it in one round, but continue. But y'all all Jamaican, though. Y'all all Jamaican. <laughs> y'all cheating for Dillian over here, Matt, man. Matt, <laughs> no, you know what? Like I said, I don't think Dillian will be able to avoid that right hand for too long, but I think he's I think he's skilled enough to at least avoid, try and avoid it for the first, first round. I've seen so much improvement in Dillian um, over the last few years in terms of his technical skill and his defense as well so I don't see I don't see I don't see it being over in one round but it, it will get him but that's quite extreme <laughs> at some point it definitely will get him he ain't gonna be able to dodge it for too long all right we got um well Mario jumped in Mario uh Wilder versus White is it a one round fight according to Louisville Slugger do you believe it Are you on mute, Chant? Uh, my bad. My bad. Uh, no, I think that it it could be, but I don't think it ends up being a one-round fight. Honestly, I hope not. I think that it's fun every single second of every single round. I I just I love the fight. I love the fight. Um, so you know, I would want as many rounds as we could get. But yeah, it definitely could be. Next one. I is just want to. I just before we just go to the. I just really want to see where Deontay's. Wilder's mental status is that that lets me know where it's gonna be. Cause yeah, it, but how are you gonna see that? I mean, uh, he's giving uh, you bits of that. All you gotta, my mom when she raised me, she told you all you gotta do is listen to somebody to know where they at. So once I listen to him and he set the fight and we see like a, a train, like you know how they do the twenty four hour. So that's one thing as a professional boxer, you can't hide nothing from another boxer. As soon as they, we could see one chink. As soon as you see it, you be like, something just don't look right with dude today. Like he don't, he don't look like he all the way there. As soon as he walk to the ring, get in the, get in the ring, and as soon as he throw that first jab, I'ma know what's good. Like so, I just want to see where he at. If he not mentally there, and he need to get his confidence back, cause Dillian White is there to work, bro. Is he one of my favorites? I can't say I'd really be watching him, but as a, a, a boxer, I watch boxing, and he's there to work. So if you're not there, you're out of there. <laughs> he's going to get you out of there. He's a big dude. Like, and Deontay Water, even though he can take a shot, if he's not mentally there, taking shots don't even matter. He'll just quit. He'll take a knee and make up excuses. No, I don't want to hear none of that, none of it. I, I want to see where he at mentally. Before we get to the next Super Chat, uh, for anybody just joining us, obviously, uh, you know Mario Munguia, Francis, and uh, the voice you just heard, Cuerno de Chivo, Troy King, uh, and we're being joined today by boxing and bands Sham and Katie, because I see people asking, uh, that is Sham and Katie. Next one is from Big Nick in the UK, who says, respect to these ladies, love from Southeast London. Oh. Thank you very much. Guys. <laughs> you guys around the uh, East London area? Hey, no, we're, we're in Northwest London, okay. so completely okay. the other side. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got... is that near where um, they got Boxer on London, don't they? Hmm? Boxer Company. Oh, oh Boxer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I helped I launch that brand with uh, Ben, the guy who owned it. They're based in Wembley. Yeah, yeah. I know them well. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have, I have launched that brand. Telling my, telling Troy King, Cornell DeChivo said, "What's up?" We will do. We know Ben actually. We've met him. We've met him. He's, he's lovely. Next one is from CRB1. This says, uh, she says Wilder has technical flaws, which he does, but White isn't technical, isn't a technical fighter at all. Also, she don't get no one knows White here. So which one of you said, uh, it was definitely Sham said that uh, Wilder's technically flawed. So this is for you, Sham. Um, I mean, look, I've never, I've never made any bones about the fact that I, there's a lack of respect for Wilder on my personal perspective in terms of his technical ability. I think I've seen it in so many of his fights. You know, I've seen that exposed. You know, I think back to the um, Luis Ortiz um, fight. Up until that knockout, he, he uh, Luis Ortiz dominated it. He dominated the fight, which I, I expected him to. The credit that I do give to Wilder is that, as we said earlier, he's he's powerful. He's probably the most powerful heavyweight there is at the moment. So um, yeah, White's not White's not the best, but he's he's steadily improved, and I would say technically he's technically better than Wilder from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Anybody else want to give their thoughts on that? Anyone? Uh... Um, I feel like. Um... Man, I'm just, it's hard to like, I'm going to say this because I know people would be like, you know, from the outside looking in, they would say Wilder doesn't have any skill, but he's what you call a knockout artist. And when you put the IST on the end of something that's, that donates that you have um, a special quality, like a physicist or a scientist or the IST lets you know you're an expert at it. So I would say a knockout artist shows that Deontay Water has skill to capture the one moment and to get you out of there because it's a lot of people with power that, that can't even throw a punch in the ocean. So, um, but Dillian White, on the other hand, does have skill, even though it, it's kind of like Maidana or any other come forward fighter. It is skill in the come forward style because to throw loops and come up under, throw like. I had to learn that when I boxed. Cause when I fought the Mexican style, you had to learn how to throw the punch first to know where it's coming from to learn how to defend it. So at that time, you had to be the teacher yourself and the student yourself. So um, they both had skill. It's just who is mentally has the mental aptitude to carry out their skill set in a 12-round competition. And it's the, the mental. That's, that's all. I, it's really the mental. Look, I'm going to put it simply first of all troy is absolutely 100 right okay because i'll put it to you this way you could get the biggest dude in the world you know muscle wise right inject him with steroids that don't mean you can put him at you know at, at up to bat at yankee stadium and he's gonna hit a home run because it takes skill to do that just like it takes skill to knock someone out so to be a person who's thought of with power it's like but how do you use that power just like troy said that said that's what drives this fight for me is the style it's like this ma- this fight isn't going to be about technique this fight isn't going to be i don't even think it's going to be one off the backbone of that i think this is going to be you know who can dictate the pace who can turn it into their fight and that's the person that ends up victorious at the end of the night in this kind of matchup um but you know they're both 
guys that you want to see fight. That's the thing about boxing that's different from a lot of other sports is that you got to be really technically set, um, you know, to compete at the highest level of, you know, soccer, football, basketball, baseball, whatever. With boxing, yes, you have to have a skill, you know, a high skill set to get to the level, but to produce fun fights, you don't. You know, sometimes the funnest fights are the ones that don't have as much skill in it, or, or I guess what people would consider, you know, technical, you know, clean boxing. Um, but I, I just think that the style matchup again is just too good to pass up. I just wanted to, I want to, I want to add my thought real quick. Let me, let me get my thought in. Um, in terms of Dillian White and uh, Deontay Wilder, I'm gonna go on the side of Deontay Wilder being more skilled. Um, he has the Olympic pedigree. Um, to make the Olympic team, you got to have some skill, man. Yeah, he got the power, but you got to have some skill. He was a bronze medalist, so I, I ain't going to do that and take a poop on his ability to box. He might not show his punch variety as much as um, Dillian White does, and that's make the judgment on Dillian White's side being have more skill set. But, uh, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Clearly, it seemed like it broke, so it's time to fix it. So before all the fights before... He needed to fix anything, even though everybody's been telling him, you need to fix this, you need to do this, you need to do that. But, you know, I mean, he relied on his setup ability to land the power and get them out of there. So, I mean, it takes skill to do that because everybody got power. But can you land a shot? Can you hit him on the chin, especially at that high level? Because, you know, at that higher the level you go, it's harder for you to knock somebody out. Troy knows that, don't you, Troy? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I would like to say this, and somebody might agree with me because dealing in white, if I'm not mistaken, no, that's Chorizo. But he's still in white, still a come forward fighter. This fight can be like Joe Frazier and George Foreman. It could be just like that because the style that Dillian White um, has is a come forward fighter. And, you know, Joe Frazier was a come forward fighter. And when he got in there with Ali, it's an exciting fight because they both have one style each. But then when you put George Foreman in there with Joe Frazier, George Foreman can box. He won a gold medal. He won a gold medal in the Olympics, and he does have a slick aptitude style earlier in his day um, as far as boxing and head movement and catching punches out here with his hands. But then when George Foreman see that he could punch on a pro level, he start just laying into them shots. And when Frazier gets in there, how is Frazier going to implement that style? You don't – he would have to get in to smother the power puncher, and that's hard to do with George. So I feel like Dillian White, if he can't smother Deontay Wilder instantly, like you can't be waiting. Like you can't just be back here like prodding forward slow. You got to be quick to get in. And when I think about Dillian White's movement getting in, I don't know. Like I just I, I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah, but Troy, at the same time too, I, Dillian White, in his mind, there's no way he could think that he's just going to get in and run at Deontay Wilder, man, with that type of power. Because if he gets touched, you get put down. So um, it, the, the boxing ability, what I what I have seen is growth in Dillian White. You know what I mean? So from his kickboxing, his, his debut, he showed that he can grow. He showed that. And especially the dog, man. He got so much. I agree. That, you know what I mean? If you put him down, you got to put him down like Pavekin did. Or he going to get back up and keep going. So okay. that's what I love about okay. it. You know okay. I mean? okay. Pavekin did knock out Dillian White. It was Dillian White. Say it again, sorry? Vivekan knocked out Dillian White? Yeah. With the uppercut? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He gonna go to bed then because I, I keep getting him mixed up with Chariza because, and, no, and I'm not saying that in a malicious way. I don't want to say that because I don't do that to the fighters because I've been in that position, but when he boxed Dillian White, the reason why he got knocked out by Vivekan, every time you faint at Dillian White, he drop over like this with his head over his, over his waist. 
and that's a recipe for an uppercut. Dude, Deontay Water got a good uppercut, it's left to be told, but you don't want to bring your head into the right hand like that. That's why I start noticing when Pavekin knocked him out, I'm like, oh, snap, this fight ain't going to go long. Even though Pavekin got dropped, I noticed every time Pavekin would faint, he would throw the, if you go back and watch the fight, Pavekin would throw the overhand and then come up under. And that's boxing fundamentals. You go over under every time. And when he did that, Dillian White did a move and he slipped over just like Javante Davis, chops through the uppercut, got him out of there. Deontay Water, I don't know if he got an uppy, but you can't be making those. Yeah, he, he of got an uppercut. Errors. He used that uppercut on the in the Duhapis fight. I know people don't like that. Yeah, Duhapis, yeah. But he, he I was trying him. to think who yeah. And, and he used yeah, the uppercut. You got on, Chris he used the uppercut on Luis Ortiz. That's how he finished him. People forget that that he finished him with the uppercut. But he had heard him before. He's up. But uh, ladies, uh, a question came in saying, because you're from Northwest London, do you box out of the uh, IQ Miller gym, Xavier Miller gym, or do you guys <laughs> box or not box at all? We have. We do, we don't box. I've I've trained once, and it was very intense. <laughs> I said, that sounds like a story. <laughs> no, listen, I have not even attempted it, so I won't discuss it. I had to run up and down stairs. I, I think it was like nine flights of stairs, and we we ran up and down ten times. And honestly, I was like, I'm done. And straight after that, we then had to skip, and the temperature in the room was crazy hot. <laughs> so I was like, I don't. Uh, hats off to boxers, all you guys. Word. <laughs> <laughs> we got the, wor hard. the worst feeling when you go to a gym for the first time or, or it's been a while uh, since you've been to a gym is when when y'all finish the warm-up especially when it's a group or a class or something when you finish the warm-up and you're like that was just the warm-up like i'm done <laughs> yeah. i'm out of here it's I been 15 minutes it. and i'm done <laughs> yeah uh, but yes, no, just going back to the question. Um, no, we haven't trained that IQ. Um, we're just friends with Zav and Nicholas. Big up them. Um, but yeah, we know a few um, boxers that train there. We've interviewed a few of the boxers, yeah. I was just going to say as well. So if you head over to the YouTube, you'll see our interview with um, with uh, Zav Miller um, and Nicholas and, and a couple of the boxers um, out of their gym. Nice. Yeah, um... Xavier is definitely a friend of the show. Uh, we got another super chat from CRB that says, there are no standalone pay-per-view fights in America. No U.S. casual sports fans watching Deontay Wilder Pavekin. Excuse me, Dillian White Pavekin. He put DW. Dan, they even got the same initials. Holy <laughs> Crazy ironic. Guys, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to yeah. run off. No yeah, problem. me too. Me too, guys. guys. Thank right. you so much for having us. Give out so, the. Uh, um, let them know where they can find your YouTube channel. Um, so, at Boxing and Bands. So on we're on Instagram and we're also on Twitter. So at Boxing and Bands, Bands with a Z, um, not an S. And um, Sham, YouTube. The YouTube is also Boxing and Bands. So um. You know, just want to say before we go as well, you guys at the Boxing Voice, I absolutely love your show. I listen to we're, absolutely we're every podcast <laughs> that you guys do. Um, you, you know, keep doing your thing, man. I'm loving it. Appreciate it, man. We'd love Thank to have you, so you guys much. back it on. It was great having you along. Yeah, we'd love Thank to have you back you. on and have some uh, fr some Friday uh, conversations. For sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. For sure. There you we'll have it, ladies and gentlemen. Guys. 
Shannon, right, Katie up. from Big Boxing up, and Ladies, big up yourself. <laughs> big up you. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so, yeah, man. Um, just getting back on track. Uh, we're talking Wilder and Eddie Hearn and a little bit of Dillian White. Um, as Eddie's still beating the drum for this Dillian White fight. I want it. Uh, and I'm happy for it. I think it's a big fight here in the U.S. I think it's a big fight, um, you know, in the U.K. Uh, so, yeah, man, really, my final, those are my final thoughts. I, I, I do believe Eddie is right, you know. Uh, Wilder needs to take a, a tune-up before any big fight, whether that's Fury, unless it's Fury, right? Because if it's Fury, then you there is no tune-up. You go straight into that rematch. But, you know, I, as a fan of Wilder, would rather see him take... Um, you know, a tune-up before jumping into a major fight again. I agree. He's I agree. A, as a, a fan of, off. as a fan of boxing in general, I, I would like to see that because I know that fighters are at their best when they have that momentum. You know, every little thing helps leading into your next fight. When you can have that win, you know, rolling into another one. You know, momentum. You know, be able to do all the things that you want to do and, and, and feel yourself accomplish it under the bright lights as opposed to sparring. Um, all that helps. You know, all that helps. You know, is that going to be the difference maker in a fight between White and Wilder? I don't know. You know, probably not. But um, ultimately, I know it, 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 it at least gives me a better guarantee or a higher percentage of a guarantee that we're going to get the best version of you know, Wilder and, and, and both fighters really, you know, but White's already got that fight. So, um, or already got an, his next fight, I should say. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely want to see it. Um, and, and, you know, Wilder, despite what people want to say and all the, you know, jokes people want to make, Wilder's a commodity, a huge commodity. It would be a lie to suggest that he's not. Um, and Dillian White is the kind of fighter that can take a commodity and and really like you know expand on it because he's you know he's the ultimate b-side you know he he promotes the fight you know he's got a highlight reel that you can sell he, he just he works out really well as an opponent yeah and for me um i, I i'm not gonna i don't echo the same sentiments that you guys do in terms of um uh, i don't think dylan white uh did deontay wilder needing the tune-up just deontay Wilder fighting again and I mean, after all the stuff that's going on, it would be good just to see him fight. I can't see Dillian White as a tune-up for me. Um, that's a, that's that's a good fight. Um, Deontay Wilder, I like you said, Mario. I agree. He's uh, he's he's so huge that it doesn't really matter um, who he fights. Just the fight itself is just going to be uh, massive. It's going to be massive. And um, the bigger yeah. the name, obviously, is the more the more massive the fight becomes, right? But just Deontay Wilder in the fight period, and from my understanding, is a massive fight. And um, yeah, the Dillian White fight with uh, uh, with Deontay Wilder, the banter would be amazing for the press conference, for the lead up, um, to sell tickets, to sell the networks, um, and the casual fans. All that stuff would be amazing for boxing. Um, the fight itself might be a bummer, but yeah, that's my thoughts. All right, let's open up these phone lines and see what the people have to say. You know the number to call in, one four two five five six nine fifty two. 41 press one one time voice your opinion right here on the voice of the people hotline don't forget you could also add nestor gibbs on skype to be part of the conversation from anywhere in the world 
These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. All right, all right, all right. We're going out to the King of Essex. Just like the King is what I mean. I mean, the King is what I mean. I mean. Top of the morning, G's. Top of the morning. What up? What up? Uh, yo, um, shorty that was on that Shams. I wonder if it was the same chick that got this um podcast called Not for the Radio out there in the UK. I'm gonna have to find that out. But shout out to them. Yo, Ness, you know I've been clamoring for this fight for mad years, right? Even when you were saying it wasn't a good fight, and I understand at the the timing of it was probably most of your objection. But it's such a a crazy grudge match. You know what I'm saying? Like. Whenever you got business to take care of in the heavyweight division, like all that talk, you see what happened. Like it's it's not the same, but it's kind of like Mike Tyson and Mitch Green. It's just bad blood between these dudes. And whether it's personal or not, you know they don't know each other. They competition. So I've been saying it's a great fight for the last three, four years. Um, you know, um, yo, Troy made some dope points about you know the uh, the difference in technique. It, it, you know, I don't. I it's no way I see if. What, if White went down from a Pavekia uppy, I'm just saying Wilder, for what you think he lacked, the power is definitely real. So we just want him to get in there. So White is a great challenge. I don't necessarily think he needs a tune-up before White, but, you know, whatever he do, I want to see him do it in the ring. I, I don't want to see nothing on social media. Don't go to um 78 Sports. Cut it. And another thing, I feel like while everybody on Wilder's, you know what I mean, back, and I'm like way about to be on his back pause, but it's like, bro, you the only real American heavyweight we got, bro. Come on, get it together, bro. <laughs> like, and like, I ain't gonna front, bro. I'm black. Like, I want to see somebody look like me. If you Mexican, Puerto Rican, Dominican, you supposed to look like like that for your people. But ain't nothing bro, wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, so what are you doing? We need to know. Like, and I like all fighters. So well, I just want to know, like, what is he doing? Like, if he was injured, just you gotta communicate. You gotta communicate. It's a public sport. We know you get paid. You don't owe nobody nothing. But communication is it shows humility. You gotta communicate with us. Yo, Troy, sidebar real quick. What do you uh, expect of Jared Anderson? Like, you think he ends up being the best heavyweight in the world one day, or Who is top five? Jared, Jared Anderson. Is Jared that, Anderson uh, from Top Rank, the one that came out with the Chucky doll last time. He's the big American heavyweight. Uh, about like 6'4", kind of like yeah. brown skin cat. Yeah. Kind of slick, kind of big. He trains he with, uh, he trains with he trains Kamora, with, Shakur Stevenson's yes, trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know you're talking about dude look like he pretty, pretty good. You know, I'm going to say he this, does. bro. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> please do not flame me. I, I'm... 
I thought Edward Barlanga, Barlanga was really, really good until I start seeing the sparring with him and Lubin. And then I was like, but then. Yeah, but that's old sparring. Come on, man. You got Hold on. Hold on. Don't act like you can't improve. Don't slam me. I knew it. I knew don't it. Don't act like you can't improve. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Before, I'm sorry. I, so I said it. I know. You, you gave you the warning, so. I gave you the disclaimer, brethren. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, but then I also heard my man, another fighter I'm not going to mention that I talked to say, hey, bro, I know dude, and he was playing with me on the internet, and I told him don't play with me like that because I used to whoop you. And then that just painted a picture in my mind of him. Like, some of these guys, man, they look like they're going to be stupid, sharp, good. And then the moment you put them in there with the right competition – in the right style, they crack. But so wait a minute. I mean, I hate to cut you off, but if, if you look at the YouTube right now, I'm screen sharing a picture of Jared Anderson, who we speaking of, and he was getting some sparring, and next to him is a Jogba who looks two times his size, y'all. I didn't know. And That's what I'm saying. I didn't That's know he I'm was saying. this small, bro. Holy shit. He looks he's so small. big when he's alone, but... Next to Jogba, I mean, he looks, bro, bro. I already looks... thought when I seen him, he was a light heavyweight. But I didn't, I just wanted, that's why I said I want to wait till he pan out because it, it, at Canelo right now, I'm sorry, I know this is not a Canelo topic, but he's showing me size. If he, and Floyd is showing me too, because Floyd was always a smaller man. If your defense is at a certain point, then you can neutralize size when you're a certain size. Not every potty can do that. Like, I'm not going to say no lightweight can go neutralize a middleweight. But when you're of the the super middleweights, light heavyweights, if you go up to heavyweight and your defense is of the aptitude, you can neutralize the size of a guy. That's very simple. You're, you probably kind of spar heavyweight sometimes. You know what I mean? So that guy is pretty little. That's why I just don't. I want to wait till he pan out. That's all. I mean, he's young, too. Maybe he gets bigger. But, damn, watching him next to a Jogba, that was a huge difference in size. And this guy sparred Tyson Fury. Remember, we interviewed him. He's been in there with Fury as, as, as little as he looked next to uh, Jogba. But uh, we're going to get to the next call. Remember, if you're listening on Blog Talk, you must press the 1 to let Mario know that you're ready to rock out, and then he lets me know, and we go to you on the queue. You could also add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. Let me head on out to Skype. Looking like we have Cincinnati's own. Actually, uh, he's he's from Alabama. He's from Alabama, and he's probably upset. (laughs) Shout out to Alabama. I'm from my family from Union Springs. Hey, hold up the time zone. Duffel back with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Don't jab in the punch and the line long. I drop a pigeon at nine low. We slap with the thick glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. Yo, what up, fellas? Can you hear me? You. Yo, what up? Yo, Ness, you good, bro? You alright? Yeah, I'm alright. I found a I found a dead bird in my driveway, man. Are you hey, I, I went back and listened to the playback to last night's show. Epic, bro. My troll call. That's got to be one for the memory books, man. I looked at Mario's face. Mario thought I was serious. <laughs> oh, 
Alabama. Yeah, I'm uh, originally from Alabama, but nah, man. As far as the topic, I agree with that brother Troy King, man. It just, as far as whether or not Wilder need to cool up, I think it just all depends on where he's at mentally. Because mentally, at his peak, at his best, he he sleeps Dillian uh, White within three rounds. I think, man. Wilder at his best, it's not even a close fight. I know White has the, you know, power to possibly hurt Wilder, but so did Brazil. So, I think mentally, he, he fucks White up pretty easily, but I just don't know where Wilder is mentally right now. With what I've been hearing, what I'm seeing in the, you know, Brian Custer interviews and stuff, I, I, I ain't willing to bet my house on him right now, man, because I don't know where his head at, but if he's 100%, he, he does White dirty. Tune up or no tune up. Before I get out of here, Ness, man, get to the calls earlier when you got the ladies on, man. You have beautiful Jamaican women on, and I couldn't even lay my mask down because you want to talk all day and shit, bro. Uh, get to the calls earlier. You're a married man, man. And greatness, man. You ain't born go to the same school of fucking calling in the shows, man. Y'all both come in hot and don't never mute, man. Y'all got to be conscious. Ruining poor Brandon Carr. It sounded like Brandon was in the forest, man. Brandon's about to lay that game down. Word. About to tell the ladies what's up. <laughs> he was trying. That's all he do is shoot the shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't hate, though. We going out to J-Mac. What up? So you hate I'm that guy. What you want to bet on? Bet a hundred thousand on that. Let's bet a million. You getting that money, right? Easy. Let's bet a million. Easy. And I for the bread. When I spill, y'all gonna say he was too weak. Oh my life. Okay, bow down, bitches. I'm about to handle business. I'm gonna teach you all a lesson. This I only take a minute. Gotta pardon all this passion in my blood. Niggas hating just because. Think about it. Everybody love Bud. J Mac. J Mac. Where you at? Where you at? All these niggas hating on me. Shit is whack. Shit is whack. So official with it. Yo, good morning. Can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. We hear you. We hear you. Good morning. Hey, what up? What up, Troy? Um, uh, I ain't got much on it. I don't think Wilder need to tune up for the likes of a Dylan White. I think he could get in there and tune Dylan White up, tune Dylan White ass up, just if, with with mentality not there or whatever. You maybe he could take out all that frustration out on him that he done he was wrong. I don't never view Dylan White as the caliber of fighter, um, like you guys have y'all y'all in love with the uh, back and forth. But uh, I don't know if it's gonna be a one round knockout. But as soon as I touch him, that mohawk go fly off his fucking funny looking ass head. And what have you, and uh, we'll be, and we'll say night, night to Dylan White. Like I say, I've never been big on him. He got a lot of, uh, he got a lot of praise for being with um, Eddie Hearn, and I think that's the biggest thing that um, Dylan White accomplished in his boxing career. And besides, he got knockout issues against Pavekin. Worry about that uppercut in the next fight. That's my call. So you don't like that fight, J Mac? I just want to know. You like, uh, you would. I like. You want to see why like versus the, white after they both get a win? No, I don't. They don't need to get a win. Ellie Hearn trying to get Dylan White more time with um with the Provecan fight. Um, De, um, Deontay could fight him next. Yeah, and knock no, him the but, fuck that's, out. but that's what I'm saying. Remember, 
Greatness, brother, greatness. Oh, man, I can't deal with that. Uh, that's what I'm saying, uh, J-Mac. Um, Dylan is scheduled to fight Pavek in March 6th, so that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is mm-hmm. after they both get a win, do you like the fight? Like, he fighting Pavek in uh, next, March 6th. is a couple days away. They don't, yes, they don't both need a win. They, everybody want to see how Deontay Wilder looks coming back and see how he looks so he can go right into this fight. And everybody go tune in because they want to see how stable he is, where he at, do he still got it. So, no, he don't need no fight. But if he get a fight, if you know, because uh, Dylan White got one, I guess it makes sense for him to get one as well. But so, he don't need no fight for no Dylan White. So, again, I'm uh, so you don't think Wilder needs a tune-up? I don't think Wilder, for not Dylan White. Even, not even coming him? off of 365 no. days layoff? Not for Dylan White junk ass. No. Okay. okay. No. Not for sloppy seconds him. No. Hell no. All right, champ. Thank you. I don't know, man. Uh, I think you, it was Troy that said, uh, or Mario, uh, one of y'all was saying the, the activity. You know, he's active. Dylan White is active. Whether he lost or not, he's active. And, you know, uh, we, we've had many great trainers come and say that, you know, inactivity um, is definitely leading causes of losses. And losses. Man, yep. Know? So, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend my favorite fighter fight uh, off a year. I mean, obviously they do that, right? Floyd went in there with Marquez off of 18 months. And Mikey, uh, you know, he fought Elio Rojas off of like a two-year. So, I, I know it happens. Um but why would we want it to happen, you know? Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Coach Mitty, you rocking out? Just listen and talk to me. All right. We're going out to... Mr. PBC, baby. Boxingwoods.com. I'm the flyer. Canelo talking about he believes he can win. Go to my kitchen. If it's sharp as night, he cut the bullshit up. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. T-B-C, baby. Yo, yo, yo. <clears throat> good? What's good? Shout out to the cold. I'm all, all, out here in the cold. Shout out to Ness and the, the heat. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. No, it wasn't a compliment. But, uh, but um, man, it's snowing out here. It's crazy. And I got to work outside. But, um... So Deontay Wilder, um, I think uh, Dylan White fight would be nice. I got both of them potentially being the only ones to beat Tyson Fury. Um, Dylan White has used to be sparring with Tyson Fury back in the day, dropped him, I believe. Um, but I still believe that Dylan White needs to get past Pavekian. He got knocked out by a dude that you knocked down like three times or so. Didn't really take him all the way out. He also got knocked down by Joseph Parker. Not knocked down all the way, but he got back up. Um, dealing with uh, Deontay Wilder, you know, you're dealing with, you know, a big big time cheat, man. You know, Tyson Fury is the biggest cheat in American history. We have never seen nothing like this. Uh, gloves, uh, MTK Global, cut cocaine, $30 hooker. <laughs> he tried to slide that one in on the end. Davidian, Buffalo $30 hookers. <laughs> Man, they they waking up and choosing violence this morning. <laughs> like I'm gonna need somebody to <laughs> bring it down a notch, y'all. It's early on the West Coast. Y'all waking up choosing violence. They be gang banging on bacon when it comes to Deontay Wilder, man. 
Yo, Davidian, what's good? Hey, what's, what's good? What's good, TBV? Buenos dias. What's going on? What's, yep, Troy, everybody, good morning. Um, man, I would, I don't know, I want to see that fight. I want to see, you know, my man Deontay Wilder get back in the ring. That's all I want to see. I want to hear about suits and batteries fell out and all this other stuff. I don't know, but, um, uh, yeah, it should be a good fight. Um, man, and I can't wait to see the fights this weekend. Some good fights. Um, but yeah, I just want to see my man get back in there and see how he looks, you know. Um, and then go on from there. Hopefully he could get either Fury or, or, uh, Joshua if they don't start running. But that's my call. Thank you. Uh, God bless. Thank you for calling in, David. Right. Uh, let me get to Steve in Chicago. What's going on? My town up in town. Hey, Daddy, this is Dollar Beat. I drink soda. I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. You fight still can't beat me. They fight every day. They gain the gym every day. Just give me six weeks, and I got you. Boxingwits.com. Good morning, you hear me? Yeah, you clear. Go ahead. What's up? Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna speak on imaginary fights. You know, White's got Pavetkin problems and we still don't know Wilder is in arbitration. You know, it's kinda funny to me that we're talking about tune ups and this and that. We still don't know the outcome of his arbitration. So I don't know where you're going with this today. And Eddie, who cares what Eddie has to say? He just talks. But, you know, what I was trying to tell you is there is someone out there that was at the fight, that was in the camp, that seen things that you're not speaking about. So you, I thought, you know, you were neutral, but you're not. You're picking and choosing what you want to say in here. And it's kind of sad, to be honest with you. You got all these hosts up here, and no one's doing their homework. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You, you got to do that homework. You got all these guys up here on this show, and no one's doing the homework that they should be doing. Well, well, get us that, the fact. What, what are we talking about, bro? I had another call. I apologize. Well, I'm not going to lead you. You got all these people here. Why, why don't you, well, why don't you do some research it, yourself? I mean, obviously they. There's obviously, someone out there. Me, there's me, someone out there. You are the one saying that they're not helping me, right? That I got all these people and they're not helping me. So help me. Use your call to help me. What is it that you want us to discuss? There's someone out there that was at the fight that was in the camp that is giving information. Oh, yeah? And you're not reporting on that. What's his name? I'm not going to give it to you. You're going to have to find it. You're you're a Patreon. You're a member. You send me Instagram things to do the show. Now you got information for a big show and you don't want to give it to us? What's I mean? What's the difference? Why? Why? Why do Wilder fans this need to hold? Every, why why are Wilder fans? Why are Wilder fans holding evidence so close to their motherfucking chest? Give us the give us the evidence. What are you talking about? Why is it a secret? All right, man. I'm crazy. Never mind. What? What Goodbye. are you? Tell us. Oh. Tell us. Why is it a secret? Tell us. You do the research. It's out there. You're calling in. Use your call to be the guy that put us on. Don't go anywhere. 
You all in the chat saying that they, they paying me. Come on, help me. Now you don't want to talk. Cat got his tongue. He ain't get muted. What happened? It's crazy, bro. Oh, man, I, I would honestly like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'll be honest. I'm not deep diving, you know, the internet for every single person that was at the fight that night. You know, and and trying to get Mario, testimony. Mario, did so you it's have like to, if if you can't you guide to me to where I need to go, dive? did you have to scuba dive for the fucking Ioli uh, audio, or was it I all over? In it your was face? every single. Go do the research my, and all this um, weird my, shit. Man, page. get out of here, bro. Every social media, every Yo, social media. Steve, Steve sends me links all day for potential show topics. Now today he's being cryptic. And I, I, I got to pay for the information, Steve? Talking about go do the research. You're just full of it today. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. You're I mean, you got to say it, yeah. Full of it, bro. Ever since yesterday, he's he's showing a different side because he doesn't want you to believe the audio. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Hilarious. Hey, I never... I hate when people bring up something and then just don't tell it. And why are you running your mouth then? That's called dry snitching. Like, what are you doing, bro? Just say what you gonna say. You already said it. The person whoever heard you say it, they heard you almost say it. Why don't you just say, hey, bro, if that's the case, you shouldn't have told me. It's the truth. But and I, they was on there lying. I just don't get I that agree, logic, Troy. though. How, but, how can you tell us we're reporting on the wrong thing, that we're interviewing the wrong people, but then not give us the information? Let somebody be wrong on one of these blogs. I'll be all in the comments, super chat. Nope, you wrong. You that's unfactual. You being biased. You can't do that. Come on, right. let's keep it. They, like, come on, bro. Come on. Hey, if you got something to say, say it. You spent your time to get up to listen. Open your mouth and talk. We all men on here, just a round table. Let's work, bro. The fact that these dudes are going on a, a limb, you know, they walk in the fucking metaphorical plank. Jumping into an ocean of killer whites by saying that the audio is uh, doctored. Like what audio? Because I don't, I don't be paying attention to these intricate details, bro. Oh shit! What, what hold on, hold on, hold on, champ. Hold on. This is this is. This, I need to know what's going this on. Is, this, uh... is, this is what's going on, bro. They want you to. They want you to believe that this isn't real. Right. Media change your words and make it make it the sound like one guy, uh, 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 uh guy by the name of Kevin Ioli. Oh, he shit. took one of my quotes and twisted all around to, and told. And my trainer got on his ass about that, talking about it sound better this way. And my people told him, man, you know, Tim came out, man, you can't be doing that, bro. Switching people's quotes up, that ain't that ain't your quote, mm -hmm. but it sound better this way. And then you feed it to people, mm -hmm. and then what? think happened i mean you knew that he was going to come forward and come at you uh he said he was going to fight that way you know that wasn't the deontay that we've seen for you know 40 some plus fights what do you what do you think happened did he hurt you early on that you know affected you the rest of the way no he, did, he didn't hurt me at all it was the simple fact that you know my, my uniform coming out kevin was, was way too heavy for me I, did, I didn't have no legs um from the from the beginning of the fight so they're saying that that's doctored or that the rest of the conversation 
Wilder can possibly. They're not saying that's what oh, he said. Oh, I heard. I heard dude arguing with you with that. Like, you're not playing the rest of the interview. You could have said something else. <laughs> he, he I said, heard that. He said, I'm not hearing that. Yo, he's saying somehow that that Wilder, that Wilder, it, February 24th of last year, can possibly be telling Ioli that uh, the suit was heavy and his legs wasn't there because he maybe had a drink of water that was spiked by Mark Breeland. Like that's allegedly what we don't know. We don't know could have been said. Like they're so far gone, it's fucking insane. Like. I'm just not a, 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 an extremist. I'm still a Deontay Wilder fan. I'm not an extremist, man. That's I don't do that. I don't do what they're doing. They're, oh, yeah, they're yeah. crazy right now. Let me go to Rock in Oklahoma. What up? Yo, y'all can hear me? We hear you, man. Yo. Man, shout out to Ness, bro. Because I was listening to the show yesterday. And even listening to the show today. I've listened to the show for about three, four years now. And it's the same guy that's had a reputation of being a Wilder fanboy. He's got killed for defending Wilder and having Wilder bias. And the week that he decides to call out Wilder on some bullshit, which is bullshit, he, y'all killing him for it. Like the CYPs, the Cs, like, bruh, stop with the bullshit. It's the same dude that led the Wilder train against AJ, against everybody in boxing. He's covered him. He's been the main one supporting him. And the moment he calls him out on some bullshit, y'all turn on Ness. Like, I salute you, Ness, bro, for keeping the gangster at all times, even though I know you don't necessarily want to. I can hear it in your voice that you don't want to, like, put Wild on a on a bad note. But, I mean, you're keeping the gangster. And that's what we ask of journalists. That's what we pay for. Like, so keep doing your thing, Ness, man. Fuck these dudes, man. Like, fuck the extremists that want to just hug nuts, man. Keep doing your thing, Brody. That's my call. For sure, champ. Thank it's you. just crazy because yesterday, I mean, it was like, yo, we got text that, you know, we were being we were we were being too soft or, or we were letting them off the hook. And then we got messages that we were we were trolling and we were and we were clowning. Like, I mean, what the f- are you serious? Like, both sides, it's not enough. And that's the extremist that 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 rock was just talking about. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, new it? caller. What's 570? What, what, what area code it, is that? Oh man, I just had it in my head, and then somebody popped it. It's uh Pennsylvania. Let me see. Is lids low? I know he's ringing. PA. Ringer, no lids low. No lids low. All right, PA. New caller. Who's this? Yo, you hear me? We hear you. Who's this? Oh, I. Uh, it's Carl Brown. Call um, no, I was just, yeah, I'll just call him. Like, yo, I'm rocking with Wilder regardless, man. Like, he took one loss. That's it. You know what I mean? I don't even care about all the all the extra. And old boy, I just got off the not just got off the line, man. Don't let that dude, man. Man, you already know what you, you already know what it is, man. It's like, at the end of the day, niggas rocking with Wilder. They really rock with him. Take they, take his loss with him and just keep rocking up. I'm rocking with him regardless. He got a loss. He gonna come back. I just hope he bounce back and just keep doing his thing. A loss ain't hurt his career. That's you know what I mean? But that's my call. I just want to, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. King, I mean, uh, uh, Counterpunch, King, I mean, yep. talk to us. Hey, yo, so let me talk about some of the work, right? 
we watched with it. So we, we talk about the comeback, comeback after that adversity. When Joshua came back, we ain't like what he did against Ruiz. But let's talk about this. Ain't my man like 6'4", 240 pounds doing pull counters? You feel me? Like, he went back and worked on his technique. So it's mm-hmm. got to be something within you that says, I'm going to go back to the drawing board and perhaps work on a jab. And I know he has skill to set up those power shots that he's been doing it, but maybe just, just work on something more. So that's why people knock him on the character flaw. They say, bruh. Just get back up, dust yourself off, and, and dig in that bag. Take some advice. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to be inspired by somebody else that you once saw as an adversary as far as Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Get some sort of motivation to retweak your bag and then bust that shit over somebody's head. That's what that's what we clamoring for. All frustration right. is there, Word. man. The frustration Word. is there. Everybody's speaking out. You know what I'm saying? Let your feelings be heard. Let everybody know. Yes. Well, I guess well, Wilder know and whoever else let know that uh, is with him how you feel. And, and I mean, that's what the show is here for, right? Yeah, man. Uh, Call you, you in, actually... man. Express your frustrations. Get it off your Yo, chest, but... bro. Get it off your chest. One four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Don't forget, you can also add Nesta Gibbs on Skype. Go ahead, Mario. No, listen, I, I think that that was a big thing that has to be said. It's like all of this talk about what side you're on and what you believe and what you choose to listen to, like it 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 feels like the debate is about whether or not Wilder's a viable uh, you know, fighter these days. And, and it that shouldn't be the debate at all. My man lost to possibly the best heavyweight out there right now and a guy that most people have in their top 10 pound for pound that's not a a loss that you should take and say oh man i fucking suck like for all we know wilder is the second best heavyweight in the world and by the way the other aspect of this is that you know a lot of guys would have to go back to the drawing board a lot of guys would have to start questioning whether or not they have the uh, absolute ability to continue and be the best and beat anybody Wilder has that game already. It's not like Wilder has to go back to the drawing board and figure everything out or change his style. You know, this isn't a Kodo bringing in Freddie Roach moment. You know, I mean, that could that could happen and it might work out well. Not Freddie Roach, but somebody else. But ultimately, all I'm trying to say is that this isn't a time to abandon ship. You know what I mean? Like Wilder isn't some second-rate fighter at all. Like that's not what this is. And and I just can't. I don't know. I can't get it, man. I can't get it. Yo, we got a lot of phone calls, right? Yeah, we got uh, okay. the hold brotherhood. On, hold, on, hold, on. hold on, before you go, because I ain't gonna hold you, man. Like, with all due, I'm, I'm, I ain't got nothing else to say on this Wilder topic, man. These topics with Wilder, it's, it's tough because I ain't got shit else to say, and this is what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna hear the callers. They're gonna let people know, let the world know how they feel. Everybody gonna voice how they feel, but that's about it. It's just a feeling because information is swaying from here to there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things going on right now, so it's tough, man. What comments you gonna add? Everybody's already said it. Everybody's pretty much say how they felt from either side, if there is a side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's get to these callers, man. Let's get to Brotherhood in Colorado. Yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all, y'all definitely making yourselves look like some clowns when y'all supposed to be journalists. But y'all sitting here acting like y'all respect Kevin Ioli, who's supposed to be a journalist, putting out a 10-second clip of a long ass interview 
and no context, ain't no context being put out. It's just a 10-second clip, so you know he got some type of agenda behind it. Like I said, it's just like when Conor McGregor released a 30-second clip of him beating up Pauli Malignaggi, but it was a 12-round of sparring that nobody else saw, just a 30-second clip. If y'all respect that, y'all can't sit here and call yourself real journalists. Y'all just, I don't know, somebody paying you under the table or what. But if you really respect that, the boxing voice ain't shit for that. All right, Chad. Hey, hey, we get that, my man. We get it. Listen, this is what we trying to say. Like, in different, everybody's saying it different, but we all saying the same thing. If that 30-second insert or 10-second insert that we got was not what he actually meant by what he said, then it's nothing but just to put out a, a statement with your publicist in writing or just to tell us something there's been no communication that's why i that's why i said hamza said that we need communication if you really care about your fan base if you just lost and you're a sore loser then the moment you keep talking and making up excuses we're not gonna have to say nothing we gonna see it because actions speak louder than words so you can keep it talking, talking, talk. We gonna know what's up, bro. Just get in the ring and get work. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's why I'm kind of with dude. Like, how many times we gonna? I'm with with Frank White. How many times we gonna break this down? Like, cousin, get in the ring, get work. That's it. That's it. I'm from Alabama. My family from Alabama too. They from Union Springs. So, with hey, bro, get get work on your D. Work on your skill set. You know what I mean? Bend your knees, don't stand too tall, learn how to jab to the body, learn how to parry some punches. You know what I mean? If it, if dude's gloves was messed up. And, and but, listen, but wait, but wait, I, I, I got to jump in here, man. Mario, you, you graduated from college for English in literature, right? Please tell me what is being, they asked them a direct question, right? Mm-hmm. Is Tyson was Tyson Fury too big, and because he was coming forward, was it that we seen this Deontay Wilder? He said no. You seen this Deontay Wilder because it was actually the costume, Kevin. The costume was too heavy. What is being taken out of context here? I I, I don't get that uh, that 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 aspect of it. Like I don't understand what what that point was because here's the thing: you want to hear the rest of the interview. You want to hear the rest of how many interviews have we done this where we did 90 minutes, two hours of a conversation, and I used five minutes of quotes for a story. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all think that there's some smoking gun on this thing, like, that was what he put out. That was what was relevant to the topic of whether or not Wilder said what he said. That was the issue. Like, everybody wants to go dig into this audio like they're going to find some missing link where, you know, he said, like, I, I'm not saying that that there couldn't be more but in terms of what we're talking about we got everything that we needed in this context that's it there's no other context beyond this because nobody's saying anything beyond this you know this goes back to the whole thing we were talking about yesterday not once has Nestor Gibbs said that Deontay said he lost the fight simply because he wore an outfit never once has that been said and that's not the argument that's what you want to make the argument because then that's the way you could tread water. But ultimately, we got the context. It's there. 
okay? And it doesn't prove Wilder's a bad fighter. It doesn't prove that he can't beat anyone else. All it proves is in this one instance, he said something, and, you know, Kevin Ioli turned out to be more credible than everybody was trying to give him credit for because everybody said it was an absolute lie. But he, he said it to three other reporters. <laughs> he said it to Dan Rayfield and Lance Pugmire. Uh, no, hey, yo, listen. Yo, I'm telling you, bro. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I refuse to believe something about a fighter. Regard well, no, that's not true. I was a big De La Hoya fanboy when I was in like middle school. Well, but- let me get to uh, these callers, and looks like we got a few super chats we actually missed. Uh, let me refresh here. Looking like Mad Bent says AJ had to get the KO versus Andy. Mad Bent wasn't happy with the track show. AJ, agents, agents, <laughs> agents accepted that, not me. And uh, he's right. I wasn't happy with the track show either. I wanted AJ to get a knockout and only AJ protectors, or as he calls them, agents. <laughs> wasn't fucking very good agents uh accepted that not me yeah i'm with you man uh and 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 i'm putting uh dillian on the same you know pedestal like yo you also have to get a knockout and you also uh will get criticized if you don't get a knockout because you especially not aj you say things like maximum violence you know so it's uh it's interesting but uh let me see here let's get to some more super chats we got uh jordan carter heavyweight out of seattle washington that says i'm the best heavyweight in america all right all right speak and believe it receive it we got uh d trek who says Within one fight, Wilder can be mandatory. So there's no reason to trip. A hundred, a hundred emoji. You're right. He's already ranked number one. Pavekin and, and, and White, you know, that's for the interim. So, yep, Wilder can absolutely be a mandatory with a, with, a, with the right fight. Uh, Maul says, Troy Garlic Butter Gang in the building? Oh, shit. TBB for the hardcores. For real, for real. Much love. Thank you, champ. Thank you. Uh, we're gonna go to... Yo, was there a J-Mac counterpunch? Uh, He's got it from Intrigue. Let me see. Saying that the Mac attack got the counterpunch. Let me Get ready for the Mac attack. I don't see anything from J-Mac, champies. No? No. No, no. But in the meantime, um, Don Dami. Don Dami. Sleep TBV. Yeah, man. Quick one, really. Um, yeah. Why? Wilder's just ruining his own legacy with this. Like, like I've heard someone else say it earlier. Really, if he was a real champ, like what real champs do after a loss is that figure out where they went wrong, get me, to go back, work on it, and then they come back twice as hard. This guy 
is making every excuse under the sun. Like, who told you to come out there in the devil costume and black history buff, bro? Like, big, big black history buff. You're coming out in some goddamn devil suit and then you you, you wonder why you're last. Either thing, bro. Like, fix up, man. Like, get your head back in the game. Go do some training. Listen to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah. And you get me? Go through the flipping steps of a real boxer fam. Like, you're just messing about. Like, you're knocking out... Yeah, you're knocking out bums, but, like... You've been exposed when it comes to real competition, fam. You ducked AJ you, out of your own mouth to go fight a fat, drugged-up Fury. You got beat up the first time, and then you got battered and splattered all over the place the second time. Cut yeah, it, like... Cut it, cut it, cut it. Yo. I, I like that, Fly that, interview. That dude I mean, is, Fly walkouts. That dude is a, a, a wilder hater. Like, yeah, that, he was, had, that was... He had nothing was to say negative. about the topic. Nothing. nothing. It was just <laughs> negative. Uh, no, nah, listen, and, and, and I like elaborate walkouts like that. Like, I used to hate him when I was uh, younger. You know, like, when Broner would rap himself out, I was like, damn, why are you doing that? Like, you're just taking away from your fight. But I like elaborate stuff like that, you know. I mean, obviously, I don't want a fighter to put himself in a position where, you know, he's he's hurting his ability to win a fight. But um, I don't know. I, I enjoy that stuff. Like, Jared Anderson, you know, like, I can't wait to see what he's got planned tomorrow. You know, I hope, I mean, it doesn't have to be huge or nothing, but I expect him to do what he's been doing and coming out, you know, making a statement, just entering the ring alone. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. Let me get to Keem in Florida. You avail? Keem the dream. Keem the dream. J-Mac giving excellent instructions over there to Keem the Dream. Yo, y'all hear me? We do. Yes, good morning. Good morning, everybody on the panel. Um, Hey, man, that audio fake, man. That's Liz Lowe on there or uh, LV Slugger or something, man. I don't even sound like Wilder, man. Y'all tripping, man. He found a country dude, threw him a couple of dollars. Sound like he just woke up and said, hey, man, say this for me and record it. I don't believe it. I don't want to hear it. Um, now nah, I'm joking with you. But in all seriousness, man, look, I, at this point, I'm so just, I don't even care no more. I don't want to talk about nothing else besides, like, just let's just get the champ back, man. Can we just get the heavyweight? The heavyweight champ back. We need Wilder back. I don't care who he fights, what's going down, whether he fights Fury or, or, or fucking White or a tune-up. Or, it don't matter, man. I just I just need to see Wilder back in the ring. You know, I need to see him doing his thing. Um, you know, uh, it, that's just really that's really it for me, man. I just I just want the champ back against whoever, however. It don't matter. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got, man. All right. We Yo, we got a super chat real quick. From Coach Rivera says, people need to stop loudly crying emoji. Cheat or not, move on. In the Olympics, they rob people on international TV. And no one does shit. That's why I admire fighters. I'm not a fanatic. You the man, Coach. We got another one from the Brotherhood that says, journalistic integrity. Google it, clowns. (laughs) I'm Googling 
Hey, you know, I'm starting to notice something, dog, and I kind of, I've been listening, and this is turning me off pause with Wilder, like, it's kind of starting to turn me off, because anybody with this much, like, type of fan base overdoing, like, the fighter is the one, I, I noticed this, this, when somebody said this about Canelo and Triple G and uh, Abel, he was like, he always talking for Triple G. Triple G is never talking itself. Yep. And I'm starting to see that everybody talking for Wilder, and that's what, like, and don't get me wrong, I love Wilder as a as a, a, a fighter, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm starting to see, like, I don't, I, everybody doing too much talking, my G. Like, I don't, I don't let nobody do this. To, if my fans was doing all this talking, I'd just get on the thing and be like, hey, man, it's time for y'all to shut up. I'm about to get some work. I'm about to train. I'm about to get, I'm about to show y'all. Or not show y'all, I'm about to show myself. And then in turn, y'all gonna see. But all these people saying, man, we need to chat back. And we, hey, man, when he get himself together, he get back. Get yourself together, bro. Get Work on your skill set. It's the quarantine. Ain't nothing to do. Ain't no excuse. I don't want to hear nothing about I couldn't make weight. You ain't got nothing to do but research how to make weight and be in the gym. Like, ain't nothing to do. Ain't no clubs open, no strippers, no nothing. This is why it's supposed, it's supposed to be like this. I hope it stay like this for a couple more years. So people can have time to sit down. Like, what? I don't, if you're not ready to fight in five weeks' notice, you're not doing something right. So I, I'm just tired of talking about it. If you ain't ready to fight in five weeks and when it ain't nothing open, what are you actually doing? As a, and a lot of these guys, boxing ain't a lifestyle to them. That, that's how I know it's not a lifestyle. That is L.V. Slugger, talk to us. TBV fellas, what up, what up? Good morning, good morning. Good, good, good show, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man, this Wild the White, you know, it's a good build up, good epic little press conference. Like, I want the fight. Like, like I said, it's gonna be a good entertainment for the build up and everything. But like I said, Troy made a great point too, man. He said this could be uh, Foreman versus Frazier all over. You know, if you know that fight, that that was a two round beatdown. You know what I'm saying? So Wilder White will be a one-round fight, man. Wilder get him about it up in one round. You know what I'm saying? I do want the fight, though. But uh, what, what Fury yet, though, man? Like, I thought, uh, ain't, ain't Fury and Wilder been out the ring the same amount of time? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what Fury going to do? What, he going to go straight to AJ without a tune-up? Like, without a tune-up, straight going I mean, to straight to AJ? He not, the, he not the one that lost? You you sound crazy. Is he the one that lost? But he he been out the ring. He ain't gonna have no ring rust. Ain't he been out the ring a year plus? I mean, he's also training, right? We've been seeing footage of him training, right? You ain't see that? You ain't see Sugar Hill and him together? Wilder, so since Wilder ain't posting ain't, him training, so you ain't see him. Wilder did post himself training in Miami. What you talking about? You ain't up to date on that. You ain't you ain't remember the show I did on man, that? Why why Wilder need a tune up and uh Fury don't need it. He because Wilder Wilder suffered a knockout loss. Remember? Or you are blocking that one no, out? No, no, I remember that, but oh, wow. he been out the ring. 27 extra seconds, FYI, man. I, I'll say this. I think that, like, I agree in the sense that 
it's good to just be active. The more active you are, I feel like the better, bruh, but the this, closer this you are to I'm the saying, best version though. of yourself. Yo, it's just crazy, bro, that now I got to be the one shooting these dudes down. Like, this is how far you've come, Louisville Slugger. Look at, look at what you're doing. This is what they got you doing. They got you out here live on a boxing show amongst hardcore saying that a dude that suffered a knockout don't need a tune-up. That's what you saying, hey, man. Hey, Ness, 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 Ness. Come on, man. Like, you got to stop. At one point, we got to stop. At one point, Ness. we got to stop because my favorite fighter, I want Danny to take a tune-up. I don't want Danny to go fight motherfucking Sean Porter or Earl Spence again or, or Terrence Crawford. Get a tune-up. Get a tune-up. You know what I'm saying? I give everybody a tune-up. My energy to saying this is what I'm saying. These dudes, they got y'all jumping through hoops of fire, man. You know he need a tune-up, but you out here talking about why he needed a tune-up and not Fury. Didn't Fury get the motherfucking win? Yo, they tripping, man. They going down this rabbit hole with Alice in Wonderland, man. Get the fuck out, bro. I'm it's throwing like you clinging, the rope. It's the clinging on to anything, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. And, 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 and if you would have started the call like more often saying, like, uh, you know, I think Fury should have uh you, you know, tune up too. I would understand that, but to suggest like, oh well, if Wilder needs one, then Fury needs one. Like, that's no, just he not. Said, the no, he place. literally said, "Well, what Fury ain't gonna have ring rust if Wilder had ring rust? What the fuck? Ain't Wilder hey, going hey. through more shit than Fury I right think now? He, I think he could. Like, it's a possibility. But your whole point no, is no. no, not at all. No, man, listen, man. Champ. And it, this, this is the part that's killing me because I love Wilder. I get it. I'm black. I'm black, y'all. Y'all see how black I am. I get it. I get it, bro. But stop perping out acting like Fury is not one of the best skill fighters, bro. Like, yeah, he do be cheating. I get all of that, bro. I'm not saying he ain't never cheated. I'm not saying none of that. But to say, like, Fury don't know how to catch punches with his hands his shoulders, slip punches. He, he has a wide array of skills, bruh. Canelo, Terrence Crawford, and Terrence Fury. I mean, Tyson Fury. If we didn't know nothing about cheating, nothing, because all the cheating he be doing, he don't really be stopping nobody still. So, like, he really got skills, dog. I can't perp out and be like, He the only one to stop Christian it. Hammer. I ain't see motherfucking Luis Ortiz stop Christian Hammer. And that's what I'm saying. So, yes, Deontay Wilder does need a tune-up, dog. He don't. He he really only throws a couple punches. Yes, those punches have been successful up to him to this date. Even though I still think Fury cheated, but at the same time, you can cheat all you want. If my defense is up to par, I'm not getting hit with nothing. That's even though Madonna. A Floyd called Madonna with the gloves. Floyd still can double back and say, I'm glad I got defense, though. Because with that type of stuff mm. going on, you want to take no punishment. You want to be able to catch punches with your shoulders. You want to be able to roll them. You don't, they, listen, man, there'll be elbows, head butts. You got to know how to have hands in position. It's a lot going on. Like, Deontay Wilder need three tune-ups, dog. Three. There's nothing wrong with that. This is boxing. This is ain't got nothing to do with y'all. Because when he brain dead, is like Pritchard, uh, not to bring that up, but like, come on, man. We got to be smarter. You got to be smarter, not harder. Just trying to prove something to man is stupid. Just come on, man. 
Deontay Wilder, get your tune-ups and work on your, your fundamental skill set, please. Because I'm here for Yo, you. I want to see you do good. Look at this super chat. Teddy B talking about... Y'all terrible. Y'all terrible. He said B-Hop was 40 and didn't do no tune-up. First of all, this is exactly the problem with, with like the way y'all looking at boxing, right? B-Hop wasn't taking tune-ups at 40. Was B-Hop knocked out? Did he fight after Joe Smith put him through the ring? You know what I'm saying? Did he did he did he did he do a tune-up after Kovalev uh knocked him out or he took two years off? You understand? So mm-hmm. we gotta really understand what we're saying when we're saying what we're saying. And are we also saying that Caro Marat isn't a tune-up? The dude that was not known and only known for being knocked out before fighting B Hop fought B Hop. Only because he was with main events and B-Hop wanted the Sergey fight. Or y'all forgetting that too. So that ain't no... Carl Murat, he a world beater. Has he ever been a world champion, matter of fact? Mm. Has he ever been a world champion? I remember that fight was for a belt, but... Yeah, he won the vacant IBF... Oh, no, that's an international belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. International belt. Matter of fact, what's Carl Murat's biggest name on his resume? Because you're talking about... His biggest no- win. <laughs> yeah, no, because that's the thing. If he ain't no tune-up, well, then he's got to Don- be some sort of contender for him not to be a tune-up. So who, who would he beat to be a contender? Nobody. Nobody. Dominic Fazell. Yo. Hey Ness, can you put me in the um waiting room or something? I'm about to. I gotta train a client real quick. Oh um, nah, no. no problem, Chant. Do you? And then and I'll come back in. Yeah, for sure. It'll be the same on. link. It'll be the same link. Just jump on whenever if we still here, cause we wrapping All up. Right. We going through these callers, man. But thank you for joining us, man. We got Teddy hey, B. Hey, in the good Midwest job, Sports Troy. Talk. Thanks, Troy. Teddy got another one. He says B Hop lost twice to Taylor and then fought Tarva. Okay. And when he fought Taylor, he said Taylor, Jermaine Taylor in 2005, was he 40? Um, nah, I don't think he was. Was he? I don't think so. Cause when he lost to Chad Dawson. 2005 is like, yo, that's a long time ago right now. You know what I mean? B-Hop is how old right now? Like 40 what? Is he 50 or 40? I don't even know, man. Uh, he would have been got me doing mad. 40. This he would have been 40. <laughs> he would have been 47. Hell no, he ain't 47 at the time he fought. No, in 2005. You tripping right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. My Hell bad. No. Hold on. 85, 85, Hell 95, no, 2000, he wasn't 47 years old when he fought Jermaine Taylor. <laughs> oh, you said Jermaine Taylor. I thought yeah, you said Chad two- Dawson. No, 2005. Oh, shit. My bad. 2005, bro. That's what okay. So then he would have been wait 75, 85, 95. He would have been 40. And that's another thing. Now, now he's comparing B Hop, who had what 20 title defenses, moved up from junior middleweight to middleweight to light heavyweight. You know, you comparing two different careers is all I'm saying. You know, and and, and totally different, totally different. B Hop, you know. Man, he started in in, in, in in jail, you know what I'm saying? And 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 fought Roy Jones early in his career, you know? So, I don't know. It's just a little different of a comparison, but I get you, man. You got to go in your bag, man. You got to go in your bag. 
Uh, and he said he has another one that says, "When you're 35, you don't need a tune-up, Ness." All right. Mm. All right. All right. Oh, oh. I mean, I've definitely seen fighters that age say tune-ups, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me what? see what we yeah. got. We got uh. Info Joe, what up? Mr. Info Joe. This portion of the show we call In the Know, presented by my brother. Yo, 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 good morning, TBV. What up? What up? Hey, y'all, we alive today, man. It's Friday. Thank Everybody God. have a blessed, no stress day. We in here. Yo, I'm going to stick to the topic. Do I think he needs a tune up to fight Dylan White? I'm going to say no. Uh, I think whatever he's been through, it's been a year. I think he should have been recovered from that. For Dylan White to beat uh, Wilder, he's going to have to have feet like Tyson to get up under Wilder and be in his chest. And that hap- has happened real fast within two steps. He ain't got that. I think Wilder can keep him from the outside and clipping. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't think uh, Dylan White feet can move that fast to get inside like that. So I don't think he needs a tune-up for that. Uh, let me say this, man. All my hardcores out there, man, try to be a, a better or more of a, a boxing fan than a fan of any fighter. You know what I'm saying? So when the bullshit comes... You know what I'm saying? You can cut it right down the middle. But when you come more of a fan of a fighter, of any fighter, than a fan of boxing, uh, you get a little bit delusional because you, 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 you're not going to admit to the bullshit. You're not going to – you know what I'm trying to say. Ness, help me out here. Shit. Bro, <laughs> you're not going to be able to cut it right down the middle and keep if it I real, man. You, Shit. If I help you, man, they're going to say that, that, that you biased, man. You better say it yourself. Yeah. Hey, you, you, you're not going to know how to keep it real when it's time to keep it real. Let me just put it like that. So try to be more of a, a boxing fan than a fan of any fighters. We're seeing too many fanatics in the YouTube world right now. And the shit is getting out of control. Uh, I Ain't no fighter that, uh, that can't be critiqued. Ain't no, I, I love Muhammad Ali. He is the boxing god, the ultimate boxing god to, to me. But I didn't agree with everything that he did. I didn't like how... He painted Frazier as the Uncle Tom back then. I didn't realize. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. CYP. Yo, 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 man. <laughs> you know what's funny is that uh, on, in, in reality, this is reality. The TBB beef with Wilder did not start after Ness made that show yesterday. People on the back call know how long I've been talking about this. And if they want to, after this over, I'll show you text messages between me and the camp talking about Wilder, Wilder, TBV, and that's his fucking bullshit. Keep it real. Ness been on this for way longer than a month, two, three, four, five, six, seven months. I wouldn't lie about that, man. This is this, this is real business. They they ain't seeing eye to eye, and it's, it has a lot to do with what Ness knows. Don't let Ness fool y'all. Y'all calling and talking about because he being honest about yesterday. <laughs> it started way before that. And when it comes to boxing ego. Boxing Ego was the one who clicked on the links and showed us all what the headline says, clicked on it. Then when it, when it, when you, when it opened up, it said something totally different. 
Wilder is talking about the bizarre excuse he uses for the loss. Wilder, no, that's not what he said, but that's what the headline said. Wilder was telling y'all that. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Ioli's article doesn't say that, champ. Uh, we screenshot it. Alex in Dallas, talk to us. I, I love this fight. I love Dylan White. Wilder, you know, we've been waiting for this fight for like three years now. I like this fight way better than fighting Provetkin. Provetkin, that, that showstopper and a comeback fight, you know, you, you can fight a showstopper as a comeback fight, in my opinion. Also, um, you know, Wilder, I don't, it's not like I consider it a tune-up because White is a great fighter, you know, he's fighting at the highest level. But considering that he just got knocked out too, he makes that an even greater fight for me. You know, he's a great fight for both fighters. I love Wilder. I love when he speaks. I love what he represents, man. You know, I, I think he fights. You know, I think that's why he's so embarrassed and he has come out with all these excuses. I think he just feels like he lets everybody down on that fight with Fury. You know, but but I like Wilder on, on this Dylan White fight. I, I hope that fight happened. I don't know if this is real or or if this is supposing, or I don't know what's going on. I just, cut you it, know. I... Cut it, cut it. Jordan, Seattle. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, man, I don't think y'all understand what Wilder got to deal with, bro. Um, First of all, his, his trainer, Rufy, this drink. You know, then his outfit was too heavy. Then his mask light up. Yeah, his, his mask lit up. So he was legally he was legally blind. He couldn't see. Um, his wife pooted in the car, so he was kind of nauseous going in the ring. His shoes was too small. You can see some of the angles. His toes was messed up in his shoes. So he had a lot, man. You know, I, I, but he, he can't be he can't be Fury regardless. But he had a lot he was dealing with. I tried to say all that with a straight face. <laughs> he got his ass whooped. Now you making excuses, man. Fight white, get that win under your belt, and go back in there, man. The excuses is weird. All right. Zorro, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, what up? What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? What up? What up? Um, he just need to get in the ring. I mean, everything everybody's talking about, making excuses or you taking his side, not taking his side, you just need to get in the ring with somebody and get that feel back. And we could see where he's at after that. I mean, that was a that was a that was a beatdown he got. He got a beatdown. So mentally, nobody really knows where he's at, but him. And he just needs to get back in the ring if that's what he want to do, and then try to pick it up from there, and then go go back on this journey to the, get the championship. And if that's that's not what he can do, then that's just not what he can do. That beating might have hurt him really bad mentally. I don't know about physically, but mentally, that took a lot out of him. It took a lot out of him. And you can see it and all the stuff that's going on. You can see it. And then he got to deal with all that stuff and try to uh, put it all in perspective from from whatever whatever way he's looking at it. So I don't know. He just need to get back in the ring. Yo, we got another super chat from Coach Rivera. Says basketball, baseball, hockey, and football. Before a big game, they do a tune-up to bring confidence and shake rust. Every fighter needs a tune-up in between fights. 
We got another super chat from uh, B Dog. B Dog says it was a year ago and he wasn't out cold. Does he really need a tune up? Do you think Wilder needs a tune up? Need is a very strong word. Does he need a tune up? No, I don't think so. I think you know he's what's got crazy to me? power enough to beat somebody. <laughs> Yo, but I think he should get a tune you up. You know what's crazy to me? The double standard. Tell me that I didn't say AJ needed a tune-up. Mm. Yeah. Hawk, Marilyn. Yo. <laughs> Yo, what's up, fam? Hawk, apologies. I've been sitting here uh, not realizing Bo was on the line. He's a ringer. My bad, champ. We're going to come right back to you. I don't believe no motherfucking beat me. I'm not supposed to. My nephew. Uh, uh, that's the old one. Mallorca. Not only trying to block Lewis from getting into the ring, he once told us he knocked down a horse. Remember that? But the horse got up at four. And he did it with his left the hand. Not his right. of Costa Rica guaranteed him a hundred grand if his promise comes true of three or less. Promoter Don King said he'd throw in a Corvette. He said that he would like to thank God and Don King for this opportunity that he can go forward with his family and progress from poverty, you know. Yo, yo, shout out to Bo Riddick, Bo, Bo Mack and Bo Jackson. It's Bo and Bama. I really called in because y'all started talking about Hopkins. I'm honestly tired about the Deontay Wilder excuses and things. Immediately after the fight, I said my boy needs to get on the heavy bag and speed bags and get a new trainer in there and all that because the game plan ain't been working and it looked like he kind of lazy at the gym as well. So, yeah, that's facts in my opinion based on what i seen compared to other fighters on video clips and youtubes and different things so yeah my boy ain't been training not hard enough anyway the sparring partner is not elite in my opinion uh polite coffee the best sparring partner i ever seen him spar with in modern times anyway so uh as far as the hopkins thing go he was over 40 when he fought tarver and he did. That was immediately after fighting Taylor twice. Uh, one of them was a split decision against Taylor that he lost, and the other one was a UD. It wasn't no knockout loss. Uh, but he fought Tarver, then he fought Wright, came back right after that and fought Calzaghi, lost, and came right back and fought Pavlik. So, yeah, Hopkins was a different beast over 40 years old, and he wouldn't get knocked out either. So it's a difference why he didn't take a tune-up versus why Wilder definitely need to take a tune-up or two. With a new trainer, hopefully it's not Malik Scott because I don't think that's the way. Uh, I wish he could get like a running shields, but I think that bridge burned as well. So he need he needs somebody, man, because uh, what he's been doing ain't going to work no more, not on this elite level. He needs more than just the right hand. But shout out to the right hand, man. I'm from Bama, you know what I'm saying, born and raised. And, yeah, I'm going to still ride with him regardless. But, yeah, my boy needs to do some training because this shit ain't working. That's all I got. Shout out Don King and Roger Mayweather. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Majid Orlando. Don't forget about heart. Yo, yo. Everybody need to like the video, subscribe to the channel, join uh, Patreon or YouTube members for something. Hey, man. Uh, over the time, this has been too long since he fought and everything. You know, I'm on uh, his side with Wild Fury. Fuck the excuses or whatever. But at the same time, man, I just want to see him fight. So I'm good with a tune-up, non-tune-up. I just want to see some hands thrown at this point. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got. I just want to see some shit go down, period. That's all.
All right. So looks like we got some super chats here from. Don't forget, you never went back to Hawk, though. We got super oh. chat. Talk to us. Yo, what's up, fam? Okay, I was about that. What up? Oh, hello? Yep. Yo, yeah, um, okay, cool, cool. My bad. Um, the uh, Wilder and um, <clears throat> Dylan White fight would be good. I like to see that. But Dylan White already uh, with some, got that fight, that rematch going, right? Yeah, he got that next. Hello? Mm -hmm. Oh, he already got that next. So, yeah, yeah. I just like to see Wilder get in there with somebody because, um, all this time going past, I ain't doing him no good. Why do I like 35, eh? Yes. 34, mm -hmm. I believe, right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that clock ain't really working with him. I just like to see him get in, get get, get back busy because this, this conversation isn't doing him getting worse and worse. 35, yeah. So if he get a fight this year, he'd be 30, uh, 35. But uh, another year, you know, he's pushing on that other side. So I like to see him hurry up and get back in there with anybody. Andy Ruiz. Anybody, just get in there and get a fight. But I'd like to see him get a tune-up first. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my call. I just want to see him get back in the ring. I mean, boxing makes We got some super chats from, you said, Coach Rivera. Coyote says, TBV finally rising above Wilder. Hashtag raw. Hashtag TBV for life. Teddy B in the Midwest Sports Talk says, I ain't, I'm anti-tune-up. Lennox, AJ Tyson, KO losses. I hear you, champ. So was AJ. He was anti-tuna. But we, we still were saying that AJ needed a tuna. You know what I mean? So I don't know why Why are you like a, a, a devil worshiper now if you say Wilder needs a tuna. Wager Wayne says, shout out to all the Wilder Itas staying loyal to their Sancho. Okay. Um, We got... Who's up next? You got Majid. No, I went to Majid. We yeah, that's got, what I said. We got, right. we got, we got, we got, we got. Oh, shit. Somebody just jumped on. Stick talk box and talk to me. You can hear me? We hear you. All right, we we talking about Wilder again? We are talking about Wilder, yes. Different, about the different, the, the, different the, stuff, though. Oh, you're not talking about what y'all was on last night about with the with the with the um thing from Ioli? Nah, we talking. Nah. Eddie Hearn had did an interview with Sky Sports saying that you know Wilder needs a tune-up, and uh, he still would love to make that fight with Dillian White after they both get fights and. You know, we would love that fight. I still want that fight. I don't see why Eddie Hearn know what that man need. I think Dylan White is his tune up. Mm, okay. But I ain't got I ain't got much on nothing, man. So wait um, a minute. Let me get this I straight. Just, so you don't right. think Wilder needs a tune up after uh the Fury loss last year, which would be almost a year and maybe, you know, a couple of days, two weeks. Um I'm not saying that. I'm saying well, <laughs> well I'm asking you. I'm right. asking you a direct question. I'm asking you. No, do no. you think All right. he needs a tune-up coming off of that Tyson okay. Fury fight? All right. Yes, and his tune-up should be Dylan White. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying White. White. 
So poses no threat, stands so, no chance. So my secondary question is: So you're saying that you are willing not only to watch, but if you have to pay for Wilder versus uh, Dillian White, uh, you would buy it. You don't need him to get a tune-up first. Um, no. He don't need the tune-up. I'm All saying right. Dylan White no, no, is the tune-up. That's good. That's I mean, look, you've answered it. You know, it's been hard for people to answer that. So I'm glad. Yeah. Thank you. Real, real quick, real quick. Let me say something real quick. That that video, I mean, the, the, the thing that Ioli put out. The audio. I get it. Yeah, the audio. I, I get it. You know, Wilder was saying he didn't say it, but now it comes out that he said it. Mm -hmm. But none of that excuses the glove. Like, Absolutely. I don't I don't see why, why people put Absolutely. one one with the other like yeah, it, one not. thing does one thing they both different so no, you know what it yeah, is though you know what it is on TikTok? um it's 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 that case of like um little boy cry wolf is what's going on right so yeah you said yo the suit and then you said oh shit i got the backlash for saying the suit no i ain't say the suit now it comes out that you did say the suit plus in between there there's been a lot of other excuses so now people are looking at you like yo we need that yeah. proof now. But you, you got to think, a prideful man like that, never lost a professional career, won a bronze medal. He don't know much about losing. So, you know, motherfuckers can't handle losing a lot of times. But mm -hmm. you, that's all That's all I'm going to talk that up to. But the gloves were the gloves. And it, some bullshit was happening. Definitely. All right, definitely. man. Good show, y'all. That's my call. I definitely agree with that, bro. Uh, you know, floppy gloves, you know, something that I've never seen before. You know, um, yeah. the closest thing they can show me floppy gloves is like a still shot of Muhammad Ali. I've I've seen people put those side by sides with Muhammad Ali. And it's like, yo, those gloves were made completely different. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, different Jala time, different ounce, all different type of stuff. But go ahead. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Jala Real with a super chat says, call him Kevin 30 seconds Ioli or Mr. Typewriter. <laughs> yo, Hilarious. but this is the thing. I want Jada to understand that, that Kevin doesn't create content kevin is a writer right so when he was recording wilder it wasn't meant for the internet it was meant strictly for a journalist to refer back to to make sure that he writes the quote word for word so you hear the typewriter because he's listening to the quote and fucking art he's typing his article that he dropped the same day that's what you're hearing man just understand that that's him I'm working, working, man. Uh, the audio was produced because he was called the liar and, you know, uh, a devil and all that crazy stuff, man. But uh, who do we got, man? We got Twin in Orlando. Oh, go twin in Orlando. Yo, you hear me? Yes. Yo, what up? Yeah, I ain't really got much to say what I was going to say because y'all um, kind of like, I guess, reasoned it out. Like Mario explained it. So it was like, I guess we're going to agree to disagree on the interpretation of the audio. Right? But uh, wait, the wait, clickbait... Wait, 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 well, let me hear your interpretation of the audio because I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear any... What is your logic behind it? Well, he, uh, Kevin and I only asked him that wasn't the same while that we've seen... Um, he what was it did he hurt you what happened he was like no he didn't hurt me my my legs wasn't under me because of the um because of the uh because of the costume right 
But he's not saying I lost because of the costume. The other guy but still neither, had to be his white ass to win. But neither are we. So, we're not saying that. We're just saying. Okay, yeah, I, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why y'all cleaned it up. When Mario spoke, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was like, we're going to agree to disagree on, I guess, I mean, on the interpretation. But I know what you're saying. Like, oh, he was lying about that. That it came out. Because he never said, is the wording, is the word that he, that he, that they use. And not on Kevin Ioli's, um, on his article. I get that. I was going to agree with you. You turned it into some Yahoo versus Google yesterday. That's not what I was saying. You could have went to fucking uh, Bing, Axe Jeeves, whatever, man. It don't matter. Like, when you search that shit, the clickbait titles on those searches for the Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Sports uh, article is clickbait, bro. It says it. Deontay Wilder blames 40-pound suit on loss. That's where, I think that's where it starts to, you know, it grew legs and it grew with life from there. Yeah, Everybody but, else started twin, reporting on it. But twin, but that doesn't have to do with Ioli's article. I know, I know. What do you mean? It, 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 when you click that link, it goes to Ioli's article. And what but I know I, what you say. And what that, that, I know what you say. It, that he didn't write that. He didn't put that. That's that. That's Yahoo, the editors, or whoever posts the content. That's on them. What I'm saying is that's where it grew legs from. It turned it turned to an animal after that. Because when people click on that, they're gonna interpret it. Oh, he's blaming the loss on his suit, and they're gonna read, and it's gonna it's gonna grow life, bro, of its own. That's what I'm saying. That's only my. That's been my point. You I don't see how you don't see that. Because you're blaming a search term for... You, Yo, that's you, clickbait. That, come on. That's clickbait? To, you don't believe in clickbait? Brother, but twin, who's giving you the clickbait? Because it ain't Ioli. Because his article don't say why right? the blame. It's Yahoo. It's not a computer, bro. There's still somebody has to put those but, words but, in the search... In the sur- I'm not good with the computer shit like that. I know computers, but not, you know, to the to the extent y'all probably know it. But there has to be somebody behind that has to put that shit in there. It's not just going to be a computer generalizing the words uh, automatically. No, listen. I'm saying, I, I got but you. yo, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying, yo, that's... I got you. I, got you. I, got you. I gave you three minutes. Yo. But listen, it's a search term, right? So that was a popular search term, but the article... Right, because it was the first article was also very popular. So the two are linked. People are typing Wilder Blames. That's why if I type in Wilder Blames, the alleged headline that you're saying comes up, right? So look, let me screen share this first. Boom. All right, so now I'm on the search bar and I put Deontay. Wow, the, look, it's already there because we did this shit yesterday. It's just like so hard for y'all to get it because I get it. Y'all don't work on the internet. But if you worked with Google ads and Google keywords and search terms, you would understand this. But look, so you Google this for Rays, right? Deontay Wilder Blaine's. Look, CNN is the first one to pop up, right? And they all come up. Look, I never even heard of okplayer.com, the Guardian we've heard of. Yahoo Sports. This is what you guys are talking about, right? But when you click this, look at, I can't, you can't show you my finger actually clicking, but I'm going to click now and you see the cursor and what pops up is not what's in the search term because I, as a consumer, am searching Deontay Wilder blames. Google, right, as a product, is giving me the highest ranking article 
according to my search term, it happens to be Ioli. Why, I wonder? Oh, because he broke the motherfucking story. But Ioli's article doesn't show Deontay Wilde to blame. It is called a search term, okay? So now let me explain this one more time. Look at this now. Look at this. Uh, what should we search, Mario? Gloves. Um, gloves. No, let's put right. boxing gloves. Boxing gloves. Right? Boxing gloves. Right? You Google the search term boxing gloves. What mm -hmm. comes up? Articles. Right? But look at this. Pro tips from Dick Sporting Goods. That's a sporting store, right? They, mm -hmm. they, are, they are ranking high because they sell boxing gloves. What also comes up? Advertisements for boxing gloves. Why is this coming up? Why is Amazon boxing gloves coming up? Because Google noticed that I am searching for boxing gloves, so they are giving me what I am looking for. Do we not understand how the internet works? I'm just wondering. Bruh, no, it's a conspiracy, wasn't... man. No, it's a wait, conspiracy. wait, wait. That was what they were talking about? Yeah, look. Because I'll, oh, I'll, I'll just shit. backspace. Look, I'll just backspace. If I keep backspacing, Bro. it says Deontay Wilder blames, right? So they're like, yo, it's a conspiracy because when you click the Yahoo Sports run, it says Deontay Wilder blames on the Google search. But when you click it, look, it doesn't say it. It's a conspiracy. Oh, my God. Shut down. Weird asses up, man. Yeah, that, that's definitely not how the internet works. Yo, real quick, KD with the super chat says, can it be that the glove gate stuff can be brought back or referenced to something Mike Tyson used to refer to? He used to do back in the day breaking gloves in by punching the wall pre-fight. Um yeah, I remember seeing footage of him doing that. Uh, yeah, but they I also stopped Kovalev so. from doing that. I don't, they also I stopped mean, Kovalev from doing it because of, for the same reasons. like Because he's breaking of, exactly, the padding. Fear, exa yeah. Exactly. But so. here's the thing. I don't think that that's what it was because – and look, I don't know. I don't know what how gloves are made or anything like that. But I would think when you're – the padding because the padding breaks i've had gloves that get worn out right like they're overused like old ass gloves and the padding it starts to like 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 break from the inside from like the middle and everything you know but this was like a whole chunk of the glove was just floppy off his hand and it looked like it wasn't all the way in you know what i'm saying so i don't know but but i'm not gonna lie kd that's a good point let me get to who haven't we gotten to? This shit is Liddy, Liddy, Liddy. Did you go to that new caller? Uh, the six one nine. Yeah. Six one nine. Who's this? San Diego. San Diego. I wonder if that's Ali and Diego. You hear me? We hear you. Hello. Yes, your name. Yeah, please. you you there? I'm Amir Abui. Oh yes, I was. I'm calling about um, Dion. You know, I I think he uh, is in self denial because when he uh, put on all this extra stuff, he's not taking into consideration that a human body is like a universe. You have seventy eight thousand uh, cells. 
So when he put all that different sweat on his cells like that, they started reacting to all that new equipment and stuff that he had on. So that's what made him dizzy because, you know, his body was starting letting off gases. And then he, uh, from what I heard, he took a shower before that. And boxers never take a shower, you know, uh, five or six hours before the uh, bout or even two or three days before the bout. You never heard how funky uh, Tim Bradley was because he refused to take a shower even a whole week before the bout. And uh, uh, Dion, nobody can tell him anything. What's your name, brother? Because I, I, I my my name is Amir Aboy, and, and I know, uh, and, and and I know a Mark Breland for forty five years. Mm. And so, so I know Mark is telling the truth. And then, if you just think about it, you can even remember when. Uh, uh, Klitschko would take showers and stuff before the fight, and then he would fall out and panic, and 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 you know get sweat on his body, and and his uh, his his cells would start uh, fighting him, and then uh, Bro, why you trolling? Ken, what up? Just listening, Ken V. Ken V on time, one time, one time. JT, New Orleans, what up? Yo. So, actually, you come across like a nice guy, but you really a piece of shit. Hey, that comment. Come on, that's a piece of fuck you. That's a piece of shit. You know, Rock, we're doing, we're doing live TV. Man, I don't care. What are you going to do about it? I'm telling you, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best ever. Yeah, what's up, man? Was that was that Carla serious? I think so, man. <laughs> I don't think so, bro. I don't think so. Man. Oh no, man! I never heard of no shit like that, but that was funny though. So yeah. he sound like he sound like he been in the boxing ringer, had a little more um sparring matches or fights than he can handle. Sound kind of punch drunk, but um, man, me personally about this Eddie Hearns thing, I had got on late and I heard you uh. Explain it to Stick Talk. Well, how can he say Deontay Wilder need a tune-up when um, Anthony Joshua took that loss to Andy Ruiz and he didn't make him get a tune-up? He made him jump straight back into the rematch. So, um, I mean, I think that's bias and stuff like that. I'm still sticking on what I believe. But, that, I feel but like. that's not necessarily what happened, yo. Eddie, well, actually, Eddie actually said he would love AJ to take a tune-up, but the belts would be lost. So he has yeah, to but go listen, straight back into it. Yeah, but he's suggesting Wilder take a tune-up now so they could go with the eight, um, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury fight because it's more convenient so, for him so and now, his fight. Let me ask you a question, but, though. You don't think but, Wilder needs a tune-up? No, I don't think he needs a tune-up. I think he needs to go in there and take that third fight and um, fight Tyson Fury with some real... Um, legal gloves this time, and we and we go see the outcome on it. So, so the difference, the difference in the AJ and Ruiz fight was six months, old. man. It was only six months difference. This is he's been out the ring a year now, and that's even more better. Look, he's not no young fighter like Anthony Joshua is. He's 35, 34, 35 years old. He got the experience. He's been out the ring a year. That means he should come in with a better game plan this time. To execute it against Tyson Fury, so I mean he's not no—he's a veteran in the game now. Ness, he's not no young fighter. When you get older, you get smarter and stuff like that. So I think 
that third fight should be going place, and that's that's what I'm going by. I'm not on no Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury because if they had a contract for a third fight, the third fight should be taking place, no matter what the outcome is. Okay. We Yo, got, that's, uh, yeah. but you you don't think that, or you think that uh, Wilder needs a tune-up if he gets the third fight with Fury, or or you don't think that obviously, he needs it? Obviously, if he gets the third fight with Fury, he can't take a tune-up because he would lose his opportunity at the belt. Of course, but all I'm saying is, do you think that do you think that it's okay the fact that both I of them think, fought each I other think, last and haven't fought me. since then? Listen to me, I think the same thing I think when AJ got knocked out. They need tune-ups. Now, Got you. Now, okay. financially... I respect that. Financially, I respect that. financially, it might not make sense. You know, even Wilder... Listen, man, Wilder himself said AJ was done after the loss. So now only one heavyweight could be done after the loss? Or was you just being spiteful then? Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I Honestly, I, I appreciate the way you look at it. And I agree with you. But... I don't think that it hurts him as much to fight Fury coming off of the fact that, or both based off the fact that both of them are coming off the same fight against each other. Uh, but I agree with you 100%. I think that the best thing would be a tune-up. I think activity is the best thing, you know, for everybody. I don't give a shit if you're Mayweather or Canelo. Exactly. Now, if you're at that level, yeah, you could fight once, twice a year at the most because you're so good that that momentum isn't as important for you because you're at that high level. But for guys, you know, the, the, why do you think fighters at early stage of their career fight six, seven, eight times a year? You know, yeah, part of it's because of the opponents that they're facing. But a lot of it is because they know that that constant fighting is what builds a fighter. And once you've been built, yeah, you don't need as much, you know, tune-ups and shit like that. But it still helps. Yeah, man. Uh, who do we got? We got heavy-handed. Oh fuck! Hit the wrong button here. We got heavy-handed Jay in Long Beach. Long Beach in the house. Yeah. Hey, man. Good morning. Um, Ness, first <clears throat> salute to you, fam. I I've had this conversation with the bros on the back a few times, and I and I've always stood on uh. If, if, if a fighter needs their balls washed to come around, don't come around. We don't need you. Because on TBV, you're going to get asked them real questions. And if them real questions are something you don't want to be bothered by, I don't want you around. See, jur journalism has gotten perverted in the sense of the interviewer that gets the big interview is the guy's friend who he knows is going to throw him under, underhand pitches and shit. So... I don't like that, Ness. Salute to you for standing on it. You can't walk that line, Ness. It's a, it's a. If you're trying to walk it, you just, just pick a side, bro. Because if you're gonna do what you're doing, it, it, it ain't. You ain't gonna have friends in the game. I still rock with you. It's a lot of people who are gonna appreciate that and that that transparency. That's what we want, you know. So it, I'm always fooled by it. I'm always shocked at the reaction. Um, quickly, Wilder situation to tune up you you got a question and people are worried about his mentality not his physicality um heavy punchers george foreman when he finally lost he took 20 years or something out the sport mike tyson when he finally lost it he was never ever the same so you can question a, a guy who's drunk off his own power like people tend to do when they have extreme knockout power wilder 
How does it? Cut it. Cut it. Yo, LV, LV Slugger with the super chat says, Wilder coming off a loss and his tune-up fight are more polarizing than an undisputed UK heavyweight fight between Fury and AJ? Where Fury at? No one cares. Whoa. Nah, man, it does. It shows, you know, power right there. We got who is next? Who is next? Big Nick, what up? Just want to say shout out to JP man, that was a great call, innit? Um, you know what's funny with this all, bro, is that like when Donald Trump was cheap, uh, tweeting shit from his account and being recorded saying certain things on telephone calls about how they should shave off votes in uh, Georgia and do a recount and stuff like that. Nobody questioned the validity of those uh, recordings. But all of a sudden now, people want to question the validity of the recordings with uh, Kevin Ioli and Deontay Wilder. Bro, I don't understand it. Like, it's, it's, it's madness. I think these people have got mental health problems. However, that aside, listen, I just want to say, man, big up to you. And listen, I don't know how you have that little fucking pineapple head prick come up, come on your show talking shit about you and Wilder. Listen, bro, that guy don't understand bro code, you know. Big man shouldn't get involved in other people's business. Like, just stay out of it. That's my call. We going to Mr. PBC for a second time. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, TPV? Um, it's funny how I remember those interview you had. You were the one who first put this. I remember I was working in the casino before this uh, part was open, and you were talking about this interview and how how can you twist someone's words up? And he just got done with the fight. He's not blaming it on that. He's trying to think in his head on what went wrong. And what might have went wrong, and you were defending the fact of what Deontay Waters said. But now today, you know, you got your Canelo uh, wristband, you got your, you know, your fan base representing you now that you don't represent Deontay Waters, and he don't fuck with you. A lot of fighters don't fuck with you. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. That's my call. You know what's funny? You can tell people that get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Because it used to be, yo, Ness, man, you you killing him, man. Yo, Ness, man, you, you keeping it real, man. You keeping AJ, it 100. AJ ducking Wilder, man. You the only one keeping it real, man. Now, he don't fuck with you. Fight Bro, look, fuck with you. <laughs> yo, it's, it's funny. Yo, listen, if, if, you, if you actually, you know, been a boxing fan and, and been on YouTube and social media, you know, the last decade since this really started popping really really started popping you know that this is one of the only shows where ness has never ever ever kept anyone that has an opposing opinion you know they used to say that this was the uk hating show what did ness do he went and got himself a uk host not only did he get himself a uk host he continued to f- try to find UK host after UK host. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has no problem debating. He has no problem. So, like, to, 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 to say that this is, like, a place where it's, like, a certain narrative or anything like that, like, man, that's fucking horseshit. You know why people don't come on? People don't come on because what JP said. 
because they that this is the this is the Thunderdome. This is the place they don't want to face effects. Is we don't got no reason <laughs> yo, to 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 that's fucking or, right, or, yo. Or, or the high shit from that. This yo, like, but what about this? That's right. Thank you, ignorant boxing. First, uh, Mr. PBC comes in. Yo, play that sound. Best part of waking up is TBB in your cup. Now we Word. ain't in your cup no more because your favorite fighter. I'm hurting your favorite fighter's feelings and your feelings, huh? This is the, this is how you can distinguish. Oh shit, he's right. I'm a fanboy, right? Because the the show that you allegedly love in your cup now fighters don't even fuck with you, man. Fighters don't even fuck with you or. The fighters that don't fuck with me, are they sensitive? Did Earl catch feelings because I said he was going to do 50,000 pay-per-views? Or did he not? Did Bug get mad the same way he's mad at Coppinger because I talk about his resume? Or did he not? And was Wilder mad because you just sent me the links of the numerous shows I did on him making excuses about the 45-pound suit, right? You seen my titles. Right, so what are you saying? Is it me or is it them? You tripping, daddy-o. But anyway, mm, who's next up? Who's next up? I think that's it. Oh, Lewis, Coach Rivera, what up? No Coach Rivera, just listening. We do appreciate it. Sony Cincinnati, what up? No Sony. All right, I think we got a counter punch came in. Let me just check this out. Looking like Mr. PBS. What up? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. My bad if I expose the fact that you did defend Deontay Wilder saying, how you going to twist his words up right after the fight? Okay, but You, homie, you played homie. the whole audio, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Time. Let me give you more time. I know. Give me more time. Because yeah, I right. gave you both those so, videos so, so where you defended on. him. So hold on. And now hold today on. you're contradicting yourself Listen to me. and not defending him Am and I saying he got excuses. Listen to, Listen to me. Am I contradicting no, but myself? Hold on a minute. You are. Hear me out. Because in the, those videos in, those in videos, February, in you was February, like, how are you going to twist his words up right after the fight? Did we have Come on, audio? man. Did we have this the dude audio? just lost a fight. He's did, just trying to come up with shit that he thought he lost. We didn't so, have, come the on, man. have the audio. We didn't have the audio, so I took Wilder's word that he was being twisted. No, you played. You played the the court. Right. The, uh, his, um, the what? You played. What? You you showed the actual, like what he said on on the text. And you was like, oh, how are you going to twist those words exactly. up? Exactly. Come on, man. Listen, you're not. Man, man. On are, you, are you playing on dumb, text. dog? Are you What's playing the dumb? difference? What's the difference? Lord have Boys mercy. Voice and text. Lord have mercy. Help I'm this just man. I'm saying, man. That's probably why <laughs> Billy Joe Sanders was there. You probably text him. Oh, man. Yo. He threw that chicken. He was like, throw that chicken in Deontay. That's my call, man. All right. All right. There you go. See, I keep telling you the media told you it was chicken so it could be a racial thing. It wasn't chicken. But you want to believe that. Secondly, in the videos in February, I am absolutely defending Deontay. Why? Because he came out and said they twisted my words up, right? So there was no audio. There was only what Ioli wrote, right? So one can give Deontay the benefit of the doubt and say, yo... That ain't what he said. They made it sound like that. He played the fucking audio of Wilder saying it. 
Don't make me call you names, dog. Please. Act like you have some sort of a brain, man. You're tripping right now. We got Travis. Super, cha super chats real quick from uh, Super Mech says, went from the wilder voice, now the hater voice. Shaking my head. Exactly. Like, that's right there. No consistency, man. Travis. No consistency. Zero. Travis Touchdown says, no, no, no. The only consistency is that we report what, what's out there that that is, you know, that we're able to report the most interesting stuff that we can get, regardless of what it may make people feel or how it may seem. It, it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, Trav and by the way, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Travis Touchdown says, Wilder said the suit was heavy, but he didn't say he lost the fight because the suit was heavy. Listen, that we, yo, that circular logic, we, we talked about that, okay? No one's saying, no one has said that he, he lost a fight simply because of a suit. No one is saying that. This is about him saying his words were twisted up and Kevin Ioli releasing audio that shows that was not the case in that context in that moment he said what he said but um appreciate the super chats from everybody shout out super max man man i heard the man say that the suit was heavy and he didn't have his legs i mean if you want to play oh. it again so i can hear it i'm gonna tell you the all absolute truth like if i if i hear him say Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. The suit was heavy, man. My legs wasn't gone. I don't have to say he didn't. That's what the reason why he lost. You come into the fight with no legs. If he would have said, "Man, I had lay with my wife before the," what, what do you want me to think? Like, I don't understand. What do you want me to think? Exactly. Yes. What, what do, do you want, you to want think me in the context? Yes. Of what did the, the context clue? Listen. I was in kindergarten when I learned about context clues. The subject matter of what you're reading, the things in the paragraph or in the sentence will tell you what the subject is about. God damn it, I, Troy, you're killing me. I, I don't have to say, man, I lost because of this. I can say, man, you know, when I came to the fight, man, I had some other things. Listen, hold on, scratch. After he lost in the interview, he was like, no excuses, but I had a lot going on this fight in the camp. He and listen, he said that. That lets me know the context clues. Oh, you know, he's saying no excuses, but he coming with an excuse. Hey, whatever you say, you put it. If you if Manny Pacquiao shorter was messed up before the Floyd fight, he could have put that down in the paperwork. I need this shot because of my shoulder. And then after the thing, he said, "Well, is it in writing?" They give you a chance to every chance to state what's going on before you walk out there. Now, whatever was going on, he should have stated it. He didn't state it. The context clues should let me know that the man had excuses, and I love him as a fighter. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, bro, that's why I'm saying if you if you just going to fight, shut up and fight. So that way we don't have to be on this. You giving us ammunition to load the gun up and get some work with you because you keep running your mouth and not fighting. Just go back to knocking people out like you was. And then when people are not fighting you because you're knocking people out, then that'll give us stuff to talk about. Mm. Mm. We got some super, uh, super chats chat. coming through. Go for it. Uh, let's see. 
start off at JC said Wilder fans, Canalians, blood tenders. Hashtag delusional. Canalians, I like that. That's dope. Andre Dakota says boxing fans are soft like tissue paper. Keep doing what you do, TBV. Hit the like button. 300 heads and only 180 likes. How hard is it to hit a button? Yo. Well, it won't be that hard because I'm about to hit the button. The show is over. want to thank everybody that called in, everybody that super chatted, everybody that is going to listen to this on a playback. Future, present, past. It doesn't hurt to hit the thumbs up. It will help with the visibility of the show and keep us going. We just got another super chat came through from Louisville Slugger that says... The Norway Nestor and Manchester Mario show. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's funny. Now, now, if you don't agree with Wilder, you live in the UK. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny about that is I got my uh, DNA kit, like from Ancestry DNA, yeah. and I was like 1% Norwegian. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, shit. it was like sixty-eight percent South, South Texas Mexican, but <laughs> I got Irish and oh, work. Man, yeah, and I'm like 14% European because of my dad. Like, I got, I, I got Mexicans. I got um, China, my, my oldest brother Chinese and black. I got my younger brother Persian and black. My dad had 10 kids, bro. <laughs> so, like, I got every race of, of ethnicity in my family, and I'm, you know, Egyptian, Nigerian. So, like, it don't matter, bro. Is you going to get some work? Now, follow me on YouTube at Troy Killer Tainment King. We want to see you get work, Deontay. We love you, but you got to get work, bro. You're the only heavyweight out here really getting work. So, you got to get some work. Follow me on YouTube at Killer Tainment King, man. Shout out to the Boxing Voice. We out here working. Border Wars, March 13th. I'm setting it up with the wife to get there so I can be a co-host. And then I'm going to have some young guys some heavyweight guys that possibly could be getting some work in the border wars. And then possibly I can bring down there to spar with you, Ness, because I know you need some good work. And then I can help you with the work, too, on some coaching. So I was just thinking about that. I'm definitely going to call you. Yes, sir. Yo, catch us on the next one. Yo. SGTO, Instagram, and Twitter. At Marmugi on Twitter, at Marmugi on Instagram. Uh, hopefully we'll come back for a betting show. That would be dope because I'm not going to lie. There's some sweet little bets out there. Hey, yo, I haven't even logged into those apps. I lost my money. I'm, I have, I'm have You back. lost that money, yeah. No, no, no. They got to send me my check just because I moved. They can't just not send me my check. What you mean? No, no, no. I meant like you, you haven't done nothing about it or anything right no the 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 the, the five downs money they sent me a check uh shout out to oh Ohio runs no boxing. shit that's what's up yeah shout out to Ohio runs boxing with a late super chat saying troy king from ohio um, from ohio yeah but i'm saying i haven't even checked out these uh these other sites that i used to use where which has got money which is DraftKings. let me see what that happens out here I'm, i mean because i know this ain't they ain't legit out here like they shouldn't be. Let's see. What Yo, um, Yo, we I'm out, telling man. you, there's some good ones though. We out. Peace. Peace.